0: This is Althaven's exclusive live stream of Predation. If you're eager to witness the live action firsthand, join us on Twitch every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST on twitch.tv slash Althaven. If you're savoring what you hear and want more captivating content, explore Althaven's other remarkable podcasts like $2 Creature Feature and Pest Control. Our extensive backlog spans from the mystical realms of ghosts, werewolves, and vampires to the cosmic adventures of Star Trek and the heroic tales of superheroes. Your support is invaluable to Alt Haven, and we appreciate every moment you spend with us. Thank you for being part of our haven.
1: Welcome back to the Cretaceous Period. I'm Eric Campbell. These are the StreamPunks. We're going to play some Dino stuff tonight. It's good to see everybody. This is a Legacy of Silver Creek, our continuation of our kind of original world built into a not original setting, a Predation. Silver Creek was a game that we started uh, quite a while ago as part of a fundraiser unlock and we fell in love with it. And now we're back for another round. This story is a quick reminder to those who are watching is not a necessarily, I would, as they said, when Red Dead Redemption two is coming out, it is a spiritual sequel to the, uh, the other one. So uh, we do hope you enjoy this. You don't have to watch the previous series uh, to know what's going on in this one, but if you would like to feel free, (laughs) it is over on the Q time alt havens youtube <laughs> channel and uh yeah feel free to do that um some announcements real quick right at the top before we jump into tonight's story is the first big one that i have to throw at all of you is guess what the StreamPunks website launches next week Woo! i'm putting that up next week Woo! yeah so that's finally happening uh so thank you to everyone this was uh, the big fundraiser that we had a hot second ago was all about trying to raise funds so we could hire a big, badass person to do a big, badass website. And that has done what we've done. So now that it's uh, ready to go, we're going to be launching that pretty soon. We've gotten a couple of questions already about merch. That's not going to be quite as ready to launch when the site launches. That's getting a little polished before we launch that up. And we're also still exploring, uh, maybe hiring some (laughs) independent artists to do designs for us, but we'll let you know. It's all in development and it's all to be announced. So we'll keep you guys prized, but thank you so much. The website is beautiful. And it's all because of you as usual, Ox crew. Thank you so much. Um, That was the only announcement I had tonight. I'm gonna toss this over to anybody else who had an announcement. I know Sam's got one. Anybody else got an end? Yes, Lisa.
2: Um, First, I wanna shout out Morgan Peters for doing the website, really awesome. She's uh, she also good. did uh, the Double Clicks website. And I think Laser Weber's solo artist. And Amy uh, Vorpels. And Amy Vorpal, Vorpal, so yeah. That's right. So Morgan's very wonderful. Uh, and I have a new story out on Storyloom. Yo, I'm super excited about it. <laughs> it is my homage. First of all, it's a spinoff of Welcome to the Blood Bar. So it's still in that vampire slash monstery world. Uh, but it's in a different town, a small town in Bumblefuck. Um, and it is you you play as a black female demon hunter. Okay. This is my homage to um Bianca Lawson's character, Kendra, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who did R. not R. last long enough. Sorry, spoiler, R I P. She <laughs> did not last long enough on that show. And I love that character. She deserved you know, that she deserved it better. Her accent was terrible, but we love our girl. <laughs> you Noah know Bianca, you got this. If they ever do a Buffy reboot, I hope she's in it. Um, but yeah, black female demon hunter. Um And there's like a very light romantical subplot that plays out very slowly over. So I'm just like easing my way into writing romance because I, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't really connect with romance just as its own genre. But if you put it into something else, I'm good. So that's what I'm working on. But um, please check it out. Uh, I have the first four chapters up. I'm working on trying to do one chapter per week, maybe two chapters every two weeks, be on a more regular schedule than I have been. But yeah, check it out. Storyloom, you can get it on Android or iPhone—and uh, yeah, that's it.
1: Sweet. Oh, it's called.
2: Did I say the name? I did not say the name. Did I? Welcome to. It, the, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's called. Yeah, welcome to the blood part is mm-hmm. my original. That's all complete, and you could still read that on Storyloom. But the spinoff is now called Anaya the Hunter: colon, Town on Fire.
1: So sweet. Go all check right. it out. Thank you, Elisa.
3: Thank you. Um,
1: let's see. Anybody else have anything that they like to announce before we? Yes, noir.
3: Uh, so uh morning ritual is back. Uh, we came Yay. back just this last Saturday. Uh we had a fantastic guest. We had Hamasamakun uh of TikTok renowned. uh, just really awesome guy. Um we it, we're 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 kind of rebooting everything over at Critical Messes, uh including merch and, and social. So be on the lookout for we're doing wanted posters so you can see who was a cruncher and who was not a cruncher. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and we're putting together an entire compilation of that guys if you don't know what that guy is uh check out morning ritual it's a whole amazing
1: (laughs) all right thank you thank you noir uh i think that brings us to sam unless you've got something caitlin caitlin's like leave me alone all right. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to go
4: see dinos. I don't know what
1: oh. you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Sam, what you got?
5: Yes. Uh, I occasionally uh, cast pods. Um, it's it's like uh, casting a fishing line, only absolutely in no way like that whatsoever. Um, but pest control is this delightful little podcast with uh built mostly on um, monsters of the week with a little bit of a of a night veil vale vibe i think is is the closest flavor of the pitch but a little bit cozier i very much enjoy it as just like i will i i listen to a whole bunch of episodes to prep for it um because i am on an episode and it launched today uh the episode is called and this is true samageddon because there were like freaking three of us on this record and so it was like i just more 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 chaos it was good no i was very well behaved um as as the promo uh indicated very well behaved anyway uh (laughs) the link to that podcast uh should be going into chat uh so you can check it out i can tell you if you just stop in for this one episode, because it is a world building driven episode, you're not like, it's a great stop in point. So if you haven't yet checked out pest control, which you should absolutely do, you can catch the episode that I'm on. No consequences, much like my behavior. It is uh, an energy I look forward to bringing to tonight's episode of Dinos. No consequences, only Prunes, And I'm
1: excited. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. With that, let's head back to the Cretaceous period and start the next chapter of Legacy of Silver Creek. begin tonight's story with the severe gaze of Dr. Amalia Molina, who has been waiting patiently for a reply. She stands here in this laboratory, one of the holdovers of the original first commuters, a laboratory that was created by Sati about a hundred plus years ago, filled with technological marvels that should not exist here in the Cretaceous period. Things that are very reminiscent back home, of Kalano City, particularly things that Joe recognizes and is familiar with just from the side of them. Pristine computer consoles, the holographic displays, the constant update of data of the atmospheric sensor readings, taking note of all the different changes happening. As well as medical files and data readouts that are all being projected on smaller screens throughout this small laboratory. Also noted here that you would have probably noticed by this point, Joe, is this laboratory looks modular, like it's meant to accommodate all kinds of projects from chemistry to what you think might be astronomy based off of some of the instruments that you're seeing towards the opposite end in the. Back part of the modular laboratory itself looks like a closed off area that probably allows to be enclosed and might have what looks like a retractable high power telescope that probably is looks like it's attached to the ceiling. Um, There's all kinds of things in here, as well as a small little bay for engineering, it looks like there's a place to literally assemble and disassemble technological devices, a kind of catch all laboratory, but also primarily functions as an emergency sick bay. For the people of Silver Creek, as still in, within this laboratory, it has some of the most advanced medical technologies still available, as well as some of the metagel that is still accessible from what would be considered a pretty rare technological advancement here as it is now, in that not too many people in the Cretaceous period have access to this kind of medical technology. How Sati hasn't reclaimed this, or if maybe they don't know about it, is leaving some questions open for you. But all of that is kind of just what your mind is racing through as you're looking around and gazing at all of this. Because as you are darting around and taking note of the rest of the laboratory, you begin to realize that the silence that has fallen into the conversation is becoming harder and harder to avoid as the seconds tick by and no one answers. Molina has asked, is anyone after you? And no one has answered yet. You do see standing is Dahlia, who is standing there, is also kind of looking back and forth between Ozzy and Joe to find out what the answer to that question is. For all of the ability that she has to see things that she probably shouldn't know or couldn't know, This one seems to be a little bit of a mystery to her as well, as she glances at the two of you. She, being a friend of yours from some time ago, has a little bit more of a read on the silence. And so it functions kind of like this as the scene plays out. The question gets asked, is anybody after you? Silence. And you see her as Dahlia stands there and waits for you to answer. And she notices you're not answering and her eyes over at you Joe Ozzy and then she glances at Molina and then and then she looks at the two of you like you gave her her answer by not answering and she just goes and then gets really quiet and looks back down <laughs> doesn't I don't answer
4: wanna, can I I don't know if it needs to be I think Joe and noticing the silence I think had been kind of just like looking around not fully paying attention to the conversation sure, was like oh sure. social thing and, Eric, and then yeah. like you said notice the silence caught up on what was being said and then i think dahlia looks at joe joe looks at ozzy and maybe i need to make a role for this can i gauge what direction ozzy wants this social interaction to go because Ooh. that is 100 percent joe's north star in any sort of like oh oh are we supposed to lie kind of a thought like I'm,
1: I'm going to make a ruling here and this is very snaky of me because it's it. kind of forcing sam into a micro gm standpoint <laughs> to which they promised they would never do but sam if you want them to roll for it, I'm going to let you set the difficulty for that.
5: Yeah. Um, I mean, I was planning on saying words, so oh, yeah. that was okay, absolutely you can totally me do it. that. Like I, yeah, Ozzy's not going to let Ozzy is not letting a silence exist. I was going to say, yeah, I was like, if a silence is sitting, just the fact like that it, a silence is here is already something I'm going to have to yeah. rationalize. I'm going to try to yeah, kill yeah, it for, for XP. Ozzy. I mean, it's,
1: it's, I understand. It's, you know, okay.
4: So yeah, um, Joe, Joe just looks at Ozzy then,
1: and Ozzy speaks up.
4: Look, here's the thing
5: we don't know that anyone is after us. We have no positive evidence that anyone has any point been after us. And we definitely have no evidence that anyone's been after us in the last 300 miles. So I'm going to say no. Yeah. No one's after us
1: she taps her cane kind of thoughtfully against the ground as she listens to this and she nods slowly as the words come out. And she does this in a way and believe me, as somebody who grew up spending a lot of my time within those families, she does this in such a way that really only a Latino mother can do. Like you get the sense that she knows everything without saying anything. She kind of taps, a cane, a little bit, and then she says, "Well, then I'm f- curious as to why you traveled 300 miles to come here. Not for sightseeing." Hmm.
4: Well, so as would you blame we, us? It is beautiful, uh, as was previously stated. And she kind of gestures to Dahlia, uh, She's someone we know out here, so it was a destination on purpose in that regard. make a role okay
1: <laughs> that's gonna be a social role
4: you want me to take
1: it <laughs> i mean you are you are the one that that Let's is kind up. of like yeah i mean kind of pushing mean, you're I, pushing the narrative a little bit so yeah i'm gonna ask
4: i mean it's for sure joe No, joe no, no. he like, waited oh, till you see. said
1: words so you can no, I love, the the no, no, like, no like, I love it no yes, no i love I it
4: i love it joe yeah. spoke up was like oh actually what ozzy said was very logical i can continue that i'll and just then build on right oh whoops yeah yeah okay no it's fair what what am I rolling
1: on? Uh, it's a D twenty. Yes. And... What what is my difficulty? <laughs> oh, so what do you what's your difficulty? Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh you're gonna need a two difficulty two. So six or so better. Six are
4: better. Okay. I don't really have anything. I don't think she's she's not necessarily even trying to lie. She's not even trying to be sneaky in any way, shape, or form. So I'm rolling flat and we'll just see what happens.
1: All right. You get the color. six
4: exactly.
1: Six exactly. <laughs> so there's some suspicion. <laughs> and joe you're already finding the flaws in the logic like they're building up in your head
4: yeah oh yeah she believes fully what she's saying
1: yeah 300 miles yeah through cretaceous jungle and forest almost dying uh, paying a visit not taking the ferry like all these little holes that you could see oh if she thinks about this too much she's gonna see right through this
4: instead (laughs) she's fully sitting on the well why would you come out here like she didn't no one else set up those details as like the thing that we were we were talking about so joe is fully like oh well we came here because we have a friend here i don't think she's thinking yeah in those yeah directions yeah. but i sorry continue but I do, I do she's trying her best
1: yeah essentially there's you if you thought about it being the critical <laughs> yes. thinker that you are it would have been easy enough to have been mm-hmm. like i could come up with all the reasons in the world why if i was in her position <laughs> i would think i was a lying asshole right now <laughs> mm-hmm. but instead what you get is melina nodding and she says all right doesn't change anything either way i don't close the gates of silver creek to people who come crawling out of the jungle like this so you are welcome here as i said and i'm going to ask dahlia to help you get settled in until we can find out what we're going to be doing i'm guessing Based off of the conversation so far, you've all decided to make this an extended stay. So, welcome to
6: Silver Creek.
4: Thank you. Uh,
5: Thank you. Looks over to Joe like, wait, did we decide that?
4: Uh, Very much unclear on her face, but then she turns back to Dr. Molina and says, I am very stinky. Would it be possible to fix that? I will help
1: you with that. Okay. Well, you may enjoy the air conditioning if you like. I must step outside and get back to my duties. She starts heading towards the door and she stops in front of it and she says, Pardon my dramatic last word. She turns back and looks at everyone and says, I do not say this is to put too much pressure or guilt on you.
7: But I must remind you, if anyone is hunting you, there are families here in Silver Creek.
1: Just keep that in mind. She taps the button to the door and very slowly turns and starts making her way out with her cane.
5: Okay, so what do you want us to do about future conversation later, I guess? all right not 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 a not a woman of extended conversations we can work with that work that out all all things considered that could have gone
4: significantly worse
5: i mean yeah we could not be staying here overnight like even (laughs) just like getting this ac out of it worth
4: yeah much better yeah
2: y'all notice y'all may notice that clover (laughs) kind of has crept backwards during that whole conversation and has been looking at machines but also like don't notice me don't notice me don't notice me Mm
6: -mm. no (laughs) um
2: so after melina leaves she kind of creeps a little bit back into the center of the room but still like oh god i don't want to have that conversation
4: how much do you think they talked on their Your journey with the two of us like do you think Clover said much or was more just like guiding when helpful
2: I think um, uh, I think Clover would have told you that she had to leave her community Um, she was forced out you would have gotten that sense Uh, and that's kind of all you might have gotten you also would have noticed that she doesn't really give that many details and she Mm -hmm. seems kind of shell shocked by it all yeah so she's leaving a bad situation. Um, but yeah, not. she probably wouldn't have shared much more detail than
4: that. Cool. See anything that uh, you recognize? No.
2: <laughs> this is all really amazing stuff. I, 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 I hope I get to learn what it all does and learn how to use it.
4: It's It's really fascinating. Obviously, it's not my lab but from what I've seen so far all these pieces it's meant to be moved around and, and, and modular you can see here she kind of starts like pointing out things that she's noticed and then as she kind of realizes how close she is in your space she's like uh, but uh, sorry I have been told that I am an over explainer I shouldn't expect you to not know stuff um,
2: oh, it's okay I mean I, I we don't have stuff like this where I'm from and at all? I mean no uh, some people were starting to be interested in it, but no, not anymore. We're not allowed to we weren't allowed to bring things like this into the community, so we would usually hide them and so no, yeah, definitely not stuff on this scale. Just little simple things really, that's what I'm talking about. Huh. Oh,
3: okay, that'll be enough of that.
2: And I think
3: that <laughs> that's you're actually saying. just going to walk away to <laughs> towards wherever Kimmy is. Uh, it Full focus on Kimmy.
1: Okay. Uh so Kimmy is outside as yeah. she should be. Mm-hmm. As they should be. And Kimmy is when you when you step out and go down the ramp, uh do me a favor and make me mm. I'm not going to tell you what this is for. Okay. Do you have any, what I'm going to ask? Do you have any survival skills or any abilities like that that might come into play?
3: Let me tell you, uh, I've got practice with all weapons, danger sets, discovered dinos, and physical skills, uh, running
1: and climbing. Okay, yeah, none of those are going to apply here. So go ahead and do me a favor.
3: <laughs> Does go volcanic ahead. or walk with dinosaurs work?
1: No, but that's probably okay. not a—that's not a bad thing necessarily. It just means you okay. don't have to expect uh, when suddenly dinosaur. Um, so go ahead and <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead and make me a roll so real quick. I'm gonna set the difficulty to standard. Uh, so I'll say difficulty two. I rolled a six. Six, or better. six? okay. Um, it's the time you've lived here in Silver Creek, growing up here and being familiar with the atmosphere. As you step out, um, glancing up. The sun's pretty high in the sky. You can still hear the thunderous cracking sounds from trikes smashing into each other. Um, almost a less than a quarter of a mile away as the mega herd is still moving throughout. You can hear also the scent has finally reached silver Creek. Um, there's just too many giant dinos nearby, <laughs> um, yeah. but that's not what draws your attention. What draws your attention is, is you notice that um, the air has become a little heavier than it normally does. Um, You've also noticed that some of the treetops are swaying a little bit more than they typically do during this season. You can just see uh, some of the great big, what we would just kind of categorize as giant pines and these great trees towering up almost 150 feet. You just see them kind of swaying back and forth. There is partial cloudy skies and sun, but... It stirs enough inside of you to think that maybe the weather is starting to shift or maybe there could be a storm coming.
3: Um, Can I? Uh, can, this is good. Noir doesn't know the science. Uh, it wouldn't be possible for me to uh, actually climb up a tree to see if I could see a storm off in the distance.
1: Funny you should ask that. There is actually an outpost just to the west of silver creek called the tops
7: so uh, i see watch, watch
3: the, tower
1: mm-hmm, the watch tower which was specifically built to keep an eye out for stripe as a quick reminder because some of our some of our players here actually might need the reminder as well those of you who may not know at home in the previous incarnation secrets of silver creek we introduced a very territorial tyrannosaur named stripe stripe kind of has made this one of their favorite hunting grounds she is very attached to this place and she has become something of a local legend when it comes to being a hunter and sort of the king of the areas around Silver Creek. She's somewhat notorious. She's called Stripe because of the large blackened like scars that are across her back. Left there um, by many, a many of a battle with other large predators. Um. They built the Watchtower initially because Silver Creek had a bunch of encounters with Stripe in the beginning. She is unusually aggressive for a T Rex. Uh, just as a quick snapshot for those of you who live here in the Cretaceous period, T Rex doesn't have very much of a reason to fear anything. But they're still large predators. And much like lions, if it becomes too much of a problem, they'll just move on to find something else. And most. Tyrannosaurs that you have ever encountered out in outside beyond the walls of Silver Creek, by and large, they don't like to come near the town by and large, they're way more interested in hunting the herds and tracking the herds that are migrating up and down the 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 riverbeds. It's been very rare when anybody from Silver Creek has had a fatal encounter with a T-Rex for the most part, you're just too much trouble and you're too small. It's not really worth it unless there hasn't been a meal in a while. But food is abundant out here. Stripe is different. Stripe is aggressive. And Stripe, if if it sees your chest rising and falling and notices that you have blood, Stripe will be interested in finding out how much blood you have. (laughs) So she has been chased off. It's not impossible to deal with her. But she is considered one of the most dangerous things about wandering into the Red Jaw Wilds. So, a bit of a backstory for those of you. And a particularly important backstory for our Karn. Because, Zach, truthfully, Stripe is one of the big threats that you have gone through a lot of drills over again and again and again growing up. How to get people inside and what to do to scare Stripe off. Thankfully, thankfully, stereotypically, and easily enough... Stripe tends to be frightened by fire. And Silver Creek has been able to use that to both save Stripe's life and the life of anyone Stripe is after. You have also been given the protocol, though, that if it comes down between Stripe and a member of Silver Creek, you were to absolutely shell that animal into oblivion. That no one is to fall prey to that T-Rex. Especially because if it happens once, Stripe will definitely catch on that I can feed here all the time. Keep making it too much trouble. The watchtower, which is not more than maybe a two-hour, two-hour trek here from Silver Creek, has a brilliantly hidden uh, canopy all the way up into the higher, the higher, uh, like the branches of one of these great trees of the forest, giving lots of space to look out and get a good sense of the landscape.
3: All right, I think. Um... With that, the decision is pretty much made in uh, Zach's mind. He's just going to walk in, okay. uh, make grab a few of his things. Uh, it's going to be very obvious that he's getting ready to take a trek somewhere. Okay. He's not really going to say anything about it. It's just, all right, got my gear. Does the double check. Make sure everything's in order.
1: You feel her standing behind you as you're grabbing some of your weapons. <laughs> you... Feel Tara, the other member of your small militia team, standing Uh behind you waiting patiently. And knowing Tara, she probably knows that you know she is there. (laughs) She loves to go for effect. So I'm
3: sure this is the part where you're going to give me your insight on what you think I'm doing
1: or what I'm about to do, right? You hear her voice behind you. It's got a little bit of a scratch to it. She just says i don't know what the fuck you're doing sounds and looks like you're planning on leaving and you haven't told anybody what you're doing so you're either doing something stupid or you're trying to keep me away from the fun either way i don't like it trees are swaying a little harder than i'm
3: comfortable with i want to see if there's a storm out and oh shit how long we got the brace for it i don't know how you do that (laughs) it's because it's very easy for me to pay attention to things that make sense. And that is
1: not people. So um, are you you going to get in my way or I don't when know, you really turn in face, things. Tara, you see a, a woman who's about five, five who has copper colored hair that no matter what she could do, no matter what God she prayed to, those curls will never <laughs> stop getting in her face or out of her, or out of it. um, She, you know her, she is a fellow Karn. She is really specialized in being fast and quiet, getting in close and making with the stabby stab before anybody has a chance to get uh, their guards up. She is one of these hunters. She doesn't pick too big of a prey, but she's one of these hunters that likes to get in close with a spear. She doesn't like to use projectile weapons when she goes on hunts and whatnot. And she's not your strongest warrior. She's definitely your most cunning to be sure. (laughs) She's metal as fuck. You know this because she's missing three fingers on her left hand that she generously donated to a raptor (laughs) that um, was trying to take the rest of her. The raptor's head is inside on a mount uh, in her particular domicile, and she is kept for funsies. Um, Has not affected her ability to do anything. She also, as redheads go has suffered greatly in an era where there is no sunscreen (laughs) really and has come to become sort of like this deepened tanned almost pinkish uh like encased woman (laughs) who's like dressed up in these hard leathers with a lot of the metal uh techno technological sensors that she carries around on her belt she's leaning up against that makeshift glaive that she's always used and she's not even looking at you as she's talking. You see, she's just kind of kicking around a big stone at her feet. She says, I'm going to come with you.
3: That didn't sound like a question. It's a warning, really. <laughs> you looking to donate more pieces or
1: what's going on here? It's been boring around here lately. And you got to go do the rescue Yes, this, uh, this morning, so... I'm going to go. Besides, I haven't been to Redjaw in a while. Boring looking at it from the outside in, you know? Boring is usually safe, however. Safe? That's for you, though. I'm an (laughs) underling. I'm not a leader. I get to be, you know, reckless. Just so long as it doesn't endanger anybody else or the rest of my hand. So are we going or not? I was
3: trained to realize what a fight was pointless, so I suppose you're coming with me. Don't
1: slow me down and don't make a sound. You're going to tell me about the saddy people that arrived here? They looked saddy to me. They're people. They're okay? What about the butterfly? I noticed nobody said anything about that when she walked in. Everyone's cool with it? I mean, I'm cool with it. I just want to know, is everyone else cool with it? S-
3: seems to me. Uh, butterfly, not a butterfly. They don't seem to be causing any trouble. And if they decide to start making trouble, then
1: we put an end to it. I thought they were our friends. Weren't they our friends again? Didn't we like come to some kind of agreement or something at some point? Again, this is that whole
3: people thing. They'll say one thing and then do another. That's why I like
1: dinosaurs. They're simple. She smiles at that and doesn't say anything doesn't quip back the sense that she probably profoundly agrees with you as the two of you trek towards the front gates of silver creek you say standing upon the battlements once again is the protector of silver creek piper skystone there are times where you catch piper as she is standing up on the battlements and you think for a split second you're looking at her mom alice um she glances down as she sees y'all approaching and walks over to her. the inside edge of the battlements, just squats down where you see her big combat boots just kind of uh, spread out a little bit as she gets into this squat with two weapons on her sides. Okay, what's up? You going out?
3: The trees are swaying, and I don't like it. I want to see if there's a storm coming
1: and how long we have to brace for it. All right. I'll let you out. Hey, if you're going to go out, though, could you do me a favor and take some rations up to the watchtower? Do you have them ready for me?: Yeah, hold on. It Just gives a sharp whistle. A few moments later, you see a couple of people coming over with a small pack. doesn't look heavy at all. Looks like it's probably a couple of days' worth of extra pa- rations. The meaning to run those out have not been enough time, and then the herd got here. It was just too big of a pain in the ass, so you could take those up. I'd be appreciated.
3: No problem. You need to make sure everybody
7: eats.:
1: Well, get on out of here, then.: All right, well.
6: He uh, just
3: starts running off.
1: You start doing a jog. Are we running? Yeah. And then Tara chases off after you. I told
3: you tri- not to slow me down.
4: <laughs> is this a human only trip, or do you have your companions with you?
1: Oh, I. You, you would definitely want. I, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say you would probably. If you're gonna go to the Red Jaw Wilds, you definitely want a companion with you.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kimmy's definitely coming. Kim coming.
1: <laughs> yeah. If, um, I mean, if Tara hard to stop, try to stop a pterosaur. <laughs> like,
3: yeah.
4: while you were waiting for the food kim kimmy was like just again huge like her entire beak is like the size of a small child um but was like like poking at the like gravel by your feet and like kicking it around and like we're leaving aren't we like what are we doing and but like anxiously like side to side and not not yet okay and then we just like irritatedly was like bothering the ground until it was time to go and then she just took (laughs) off
3: the whole time that was happening, Sweets, the other pterosaur, it was, like, just kind of mimicking a little and pecking at Kimmy. <laughs> From, like, across the,
4: across the quad, basically.
1: Dude, those two, can you, I mean, really, named pterosaur for a good reason, because the terror, they can both be one. Uh, pterosaur is just, like... Snapping at each other in irritation, especially because they're not from the same species and they don't really like each other very much. When they don't, when they see each other around. There's a territorial thing that definitely kicks off between the two of them.
4: If Sweets comes over at all, Kimmy is immediately like completely irritated and like if if this was a creature that could have feathers to ruffle, uh, it would that would be what is happening. But. Would kind of posture a little bit, even though she's like twice the size of Sweets. Would be irritated if she got near Zach.
1: Kimmy is huge compared to Sweets, huge. right? Yeah,
4: huge, like twice yeah. the size.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, if I remember correctly, maybe Kimmy's, not quite twice. Kimmy's but... wingspan is close to forty feet, isn't that right? No,
4: no, no. Kimmy's about twenty-five feet.
1: Twenty-five feet? Okay, okay. Yeah, she's
4: not quite. Quite is it? Quite not full. That's a lot. Of, she's not quite. She's not that big. Oh, um, oh,
1: yeah. No, that's good. She, that's, that's yeah. She's that... not
4: that large. Um, okay, but cool. She's, she stands when she's standing. She's about eight feet tall. So she's taller than Zach, um, and okay. her wingspan is about 25.
1: Okay, cool.
3: I mean, at most sweets probably would have done one quick flyby, but that's about
4: it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. chicken it out, checking it out, and Kimmy's just pissed about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where the smaller one is in no way going to risk getting closer to the bigger one, but the bigger one is, the smaller one's just not worth it, so all they do is irritate each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so... All right, the two of you with a pterosaur flying after you like a big, irritated kite starts. (laughs) You you guys start heading off towards the Redjaw Wilds. Uh, It's going to be about a two-hour journey Mm -hmm. by foot heading out over there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, But then once you get into the wilds itself, it's only about another hour or so, depending on how the terrain and (laughs) encounters you might have, to you get to the watchtower. (laughs) Um, Nice. Meanwhile, cut back to...
5: So which of these is for sunburn? Please tell me one of these is for sunburn.
1: Yeah. So while you say that, you find yourself uh, currently on the banks of Silver Creek. There's Mm -hmm. a sectioned off area over here. Um, There is plumbing in Silver Creek. You'll be happy to learn. But if you're looking to just get the grime of travel off of you, um, in actuality, the rivers near the banks here in Silver Creek are actually safe enough to just splash yourself pretty good. When you get out here, you can already see there's a couple of people from the township that are uh, bringing in fresh water and are also doing kind of the same thing. It's early spring, so there is still a lot of uh, – it's not exactly hosp- – it's Still, it's pretty – it's Cretaceous period early spring. So the temperature here is about 88 degrees or so Fahrenheit. Sorry for those of you who hate the American units, and I don't blame you. Um, but, yeah. That's where we're gonna start this one off. You guys just kind of like getting the grime off of your bodies.
6: Oh yeah, I should Uh, do
1: that.
4: I am not totally versed in the sciences of outside, but I'm sure someone around here would know a plant that might help. We did run out of our bottle of aloe about 50 miles in because you wouldn't sit under Atticus's frill. So I don't have any left. Sun was everywhere. That's what it does. It wasn't
5: just under the frill. It was also outside. What do you want from me?
1: Dahlia just holds up the small little canister and just says, "Whoever wants it first, Smash. take it."
6: You I see, think...
1: it's a synthetic blend of some kind, some kind of uh, aloe that sprays on. <sighs>
4: Joe just
6: like holds on. out, okay, holds yeah. out your hand
4: to like, "I'll get your back." Like, like the. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
6: oh, straight on.
5: Oh, and uh, from just like into, I think probably maybe hiding on top of the bag. Um, Vern's little nosy. because like nosies oh. can get sunburnt, put and you gotta
4: protect the little nosy and the little earsies. Well, I don't um. want him to inhale particulates, so uh top, she'll put maybe. a little I mean, on her just... on her finger, and we'll. Okay. Yeah. Like have it, and then on this, does he have like a like a naked tail, or is his tail free? Well,
1: that's a good uh, question. Naked,
4: I believe. Based on yeah. Then yeah. yeah. we will also favorite. be doing that. We will also be gently doing the tail too.
1: Pink tail. Um,
4: oh, he's so sunburned.
1: Yeah. You got, you
5: got to take care of the little the little mammal baby.
1: Uh, go ahead and write this into your sheet. You have a cipher that essentially will let you. Um, it it, it makes it, it's going to ease. Survival checks if you've been out long in the wilderness. It's also going to function as an insect repellent. Nice. Which Who is, this
2: for, for... Yeah. Uh, this
1: is for. This is for uh, Ozzy. Yeah. Oh. Is that's good? Hand it to Ozzy. So it has six more uses.
4: Nice. Love that. That will be my cipher then. I have okay. an cipher. I uses. think Joe is relatively unsunburnt. Like she's definitely like got the like freckle blast, maybe the, the tips of her ears kind of a thing, but she was very committed to the. Just absolutely drenched in sweat. She was not kidding when she said she's smelly. Like she was <laughs> committed to the long sleeves, and with like as we saw her when she came in, had was like holding a leaf over the top of her head. Was so like committed to being deeply uncomfortable to avoid the sunburn. So I think maybe like her knuckles and like sometimes and occasionally like the tips of her ears are like uh, a little bit pink, but she mostly I think avoided. I think okay.
5: I was probably mostly crazy, careful,
4: yeah. and I just had one bad day. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. One bad pink. day of hubris, and mm-hmm. and and it was over
1: you're describing my childhood at the water parks in Texas.
5: Know, Every right? time
1: I went to Schlitterbahn, I was like, no, I can I can I can handle this. And <laughs> no. He could
5: not, in fact. It was peeling.
1: There was agonizing. Um
5: so I will let you uh take over the rest of the aloe. I'm busy giving Vern screeches and distractions so the aloe can do the job yes. before so that like there isn't like the sneezer or the like grooming it off.
4: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I assume Atticus we were able to coax Atticus out who's just laying belly down in the water with his head on the shore is just like
1: <laughs> If you want him to be yeah, I think he needs to be in some water. Yeah, you can dig
4: Atticus. He just needs to be in some water.
1: Atticus isn't necessarily belly down or even <laughs> Atticus does this thing where Atticus will stop and doesn't want to move and there are times where you're like okay buddy and Atticus will just suddenly like like it's one of this as somebody who's grown up on cattle ranches sometimes cows will just stop like and stand there (laughs) they'll just cycling (laughs) 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 they'll just be like this is good
4: I'm good here yeah Yeah, I don't need to move I don't need to
1: do a damn thing I'm just gonna stand here No, he doesn't Um, need
4: to do anything. He just, I just need. I think Joe's gonna go around and just like, like it does literally anything with how small the quantity is compared to how large he is. But like handfuls of water, like you do with the baby, like when you like pour water like by the handful when you like wash a baby, and is like going around like on his more just like for the ritual of it, as opposed to doing any genuine cooling down for him. But like,
1: it's also reminding you of what it was like when as a kid, when you learned very quickly that you simply cannot hand feed a trike with water their beak makes it impossible and dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) So they need to submerge half their head into the water to drink. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's kind of bringing back that funny memory you had as a kid, because back then Atticus was still old and still Mm -hmm. did and did not, as another trike might have tried, did not go for the water as little bitty Joe Hand reached up and was trying to give Atticus water. (laughs) Um,
4: You can't like give him What I was also
1: trying to tell you though, with this cipher, is that it? Uh, it is not per use. In other words, if you use it and then you pass it to Joe and she uses it, you've still only had one use. So like a saying?
5: once per scene kind of Exactly. Use. Yes.
1: So
6: everybody oh, can use it. So uh, in that spirit, mm-hmm.
5: uh, I'm going to at least look around to see whether Clover decided to join us or whether Clover's off doing their own thing. Yeah, that's a good is question. Is Clover here?
2: Uh, yeah, I have a couple of questions to yeah. figure that out. Yeah. Um, were we the last three people in that
1: room? Oh, that's a great question.
5: That was how it was narrated. Unless and there were now entities. we're here, and yeah. I right. don't know, and well. and I just blacked out. I don't remember a thing. It wasn't until later when I was watching the blood?
1: <laughs> yes. Well, welcome to the cinematic style of role play, where you just wake <laughs> up in another scene one day. Um, <laughs> so the uh the only other person that was actually in that room was a kid that you guys had just rescued oh um, but
5: oh, he, kept, he ran he off oh, ran oh that's off, right yeah. peasant did the biscuit fiasco yeah. yeah we yes. can actually see uh uh bruno uh chasing after zippy in the background right. in any oh, right. given right. scene in in outdoors right. we want
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah y'all were the last ones in did you want to
2: uh, yeah i think clover uh maybe uh if you two filter out to go wash up with dahlia clover would start to follow but then just like oh the curiosity um head
1: back into the the lab yeah
2: i just want to do give it a once over check out the tech see if i understand
1: what things do sure yeah no it makes sense as you step back into first of all as you step back into the laboratory once again clover climate control hits you. (laughs) (laughs) You, you know that there have been miracles created by the science and technology of the people from Kalano city and the first commuters, but AC, my gods, this is decadence. This is fantastic. And as you step into the room, you immediately feel your entire body respond as you are blasted with chilled air that's being recycled through an endless loop um, and then as the door closes up behind you um, some of the lights automatically begin to activate sensing the presence of somebody who's just entered you see some of the terminals begin to light up and you see a holographic map of silver creek you also see it looks like after everyone left it looks like Dr. Molina came back in here because one of the files has been accessed and you see the computer terminal is actually activated. You can see this flat screen, sort of like glassy flat uh, computer board that has a holographic projection overhead interacts with. You touch, you can almost activate it like hard light. You can see it's like finding, walking into a room and seeing somebody who left the monitor on. You can see what they were working on. Hmm. And you see a couple of files that have been pulled up. Um, And the first thing you see when you look at the file is a face. You think you've seen before a name. You've definitely heard before Um, you see what looks like uh, a young woman who has kind of a judging from the expression on her face. She's one of those people that even when she's having her resting face, she still looks like she's kind of smiling a little bit. You move over and, kind of squint as you look at her and you see below it has medical files. Updates and whatnot. And the name underneath it says Echo. Echo. Tracks that she's been missing for the past six years after departing to Appalachia with one of her closest companions and also a f- member of Silver Creek. Um,
6: I'm
2: going to say that Uh, Clover, not growing up in a normal community, probably might not inherently know, uh, you know, the privacy of medical records. Sure. So she's going to
1: read it. Okay. (laughs) You sift through it. You see a lot of little things. It looks like Melina just kept track of all the treatments that she's given the kids that have grown up here in Silver Creek over the years. For a woman that's pushing well into her hundreds, she's delivered a lot of babies. And judging from what you're seeing in some of the medical records, she is not a medical doctor. <laughs> As it turns out, you get more and more of the impression that she got her early start in genetics. And that's kind of branched out into whatever else that she could get her hands on to learn. And kind of scrolling through, um, you come across the next file. Uh, Penny. Penny, it's much the same thing. Penny apparently liked to get injured a lot when they were little. You get the impression that Echo and Penny probably got up to a lot of shenanigans over the course of their lives. And to no surprise and following the trajectory of some of the shenanigans that they would get into, it looks like they left together. There's a little entry that that you see at the bottom that Molina has made a lot of it is just sort of a clinical reflection over events that took place concerning the butterflies and data that was uncovered at something that you've never heard of before. You kind of squint as you lean in. There is a sati bunker nearby. There's a reference to a bunker. The significance of that, Liza is that Sati bunkers are very rare and they are usually like research outposts that Sati created when they first came out here. They're scattered throughout pretty much all of Laramidia up and down the coast. They didn't document all the bunkers that they made and some of them were secret. Some of them contain technologies. Some of them contain data. Some of them even actually might have some first commuters still living in them. But think of them as like fallout shelters from ancient time that might have some advanced technology. There's one here in Silver Creek, and it's referenced. Interestingly enough, that's bunker 000 E.
6: 000
1: E.
2: Is there any indication of the location like a map or anything like that?
1: red jaw wilds apparently there is a collection of rocks in the red jaw wilds that simply just marked forbidden and as you kind of wince and look down you see what looks like an area of the map that has been with an annotation near near it indicating that it is no bueno nobody goes there you are not allowed there nobody from silver creek is allowed to approach the bunker interesting.
2: <laughs> okay, gonna mentally catalog that. Okay. Uh, is there anything else in these files that looks of interest to me?
1: Um, if you have any kind of computer skills, you can make a role here. I know you're sure. a tech. So sure. what you got?
2: Um, well, I have mine is a little bit. It's not really software here. I'll tell you what I have. Um, okay. I have skills in physics and electrical engineering. Okay. And then I have machine interface skills. So I can get, for one minute, I can gain an asset on tasks to discern the level, function, and activation of technological devices I
1: touch. Oh, that's going to, that's, first of all, that's amazing because that's going to come in handy for all sorts of brilliant reasons. But that would definitely come into play here.
2: (laughs) I figured in this room, I would want to touch some things and find things out. I mean,
1: yeah, you get Um, to play with it.
2: Yeah, for the computer stuff, though, uh, I might not have anything for it. The other thing I have is crossed wires. So I I have a remote device that renders one cybernetic or biorobotic creature within long range, unable to function for one round. Oh, cool. Not you applicable have, here. Yeah, not applicable here.
1: Uh, and then I have discovered dinosaurs uh so that's like a survival skill so go ahead and make your role then using that you can use this as an asset it is going to be this is behind a firewall there is a security system to this okay you which one
2: am i using machine interface you think
1: or machine interface the one that lets you the one that lets you basically fiddle with tech and then reduce the difficulty like figuring out how to use it what is the wording on that specifically
2: The wording is, for one minute... So I spend two intellect points. And for one minute, you gain an asset on tasks to discern the level, function, and activation of technological devices that you touch.
1: Okay, cool. So then you won't be able to... So this is a role... This essentially is going to let you determine how risky it is to hack into this or or to try to gain access. So that's good, because it's kind of giving you an idea of what you're risking.
2: Cool. If I activate this, can I also use it to touch some other things in this room for a minute.
1: You can, but that's I mean, how I was ahead. gonna initially yeah. use it. But uh-huh. yeah, you want to just kind of give a scope out of the entire room. Yeah. Um but if ahead. you're willing to use it for the yeah. computer
2: too, then thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean everything okay. in here is based off of computer technologies. So there's Got a lot it. of machines in here as well. But yes, I would allow that to apply. Um so okay. go ahead. I'm gonna set this this is not going to be easy. I'm gonna set it at challenging. However, you do have that that's gonna immediately cause it to ease one step. So it's gonna drop down to difficult. So difficulty level is four. You need a twelve or better on a d twenty.
2: Okay. Or
1: you spend effort.
2: Okay. So So you already dropped it down Mm -hmm. based on my. I took into
1: account your your ability there.
2: Okay. And I spent so I spent those two intellect points Mm -hmm. for that. So I will. I would like to also spend a level of effort. Okay. So that'll drop me down two more intellect points because of my edge. So thirteen out of nineteen. Um what does that get me now to do
1: so you levels. dropped it down you dropped it down how many levels from that? one one, one more mm-hmm. okay so 12 is going to drop down to three you need a nine or better
2: okay i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go for that
1: it's a demanding roll, but you can do it
2: rolling a d20 <laughs> <laughs> they they know why they know why i'll, I'll tell you all later it's a good I'll, story. Tell, I'll tell the chat later it's a good story oh i got a 16 16 yeah and i'm realizing yeah. i definitely rolled d12s last week because i
5: never oh my god
1: yeah this
2: confirms it yeah i was <laughs>
5: rolling really low last week um it's that that's that's the story y'all. that's yeah. the
1: story <laughs> at least was rolling story. a d12 last week <laughs> without realizing it i think everyone's done it at least once um oh god. so all right okay. so first of all you know a little bit because the butterflies trained you Uh, with technology so that you know how to break technology. So they've Hmm. given you a heads up of what to look for and how to get in and specifically regarding Sati. Hmm. You're pretty sure there's an AI in the system. It's probably monitoring everything that's happening right now. So there's a good chance that if you leave any keystrokes or like start fiddling with things, the AI is going to log everything. So there's that. Um, some of the machinery, though, around here, a lot of it, to confirm what that internal monologue that you were not aware that Joe was having, there is indeed what looks like to be a deep space telescope in the back of the facility that <sighs> is kind of like a miniature uh, planetarium back there oh God, Probably oh to God. track the skies. You also see there's all, all sorts of tech in here. It, it looks like this may have been a genetics lab that has been converted into an all-purpose laboratory for Silver Creek. What you see here is a, an engineering bay, lots of materials, like lots of synthesized. You would basically see the equivalent of a 3D printer here that is capable of synthesizing a lot of organic material into what they need. Um, one of the things that you do note, though, is that as you move closer to one of the terminals, you spot something that you specifically have been trained to look for as a former butterfly. And that is the Achilles heel of technology, the power source. There is a small electroplasmatic battery that is running this entire facility. It's sort of like safe nuclear power. Think of it like that. doesn't actually use any splitting of the atom, as it were, or any radiological uh, energy sources, but instead is capable of generating an enormous amount of energy almost indefinitely. They, just like many devices like them, can be highly explosive if not maintenance properly. This one looks like it's in good shape. It also looks like there is uh, an emergency power unit that relies upon solar power. But what really strikes you from looking at this, you're pretty sure that underneath this facility, this plasma battery that is charging this research facility it's probably powering the entire community. Whoa. It's probably it's probably the power source for all. You might be looking at the beating heart of Silver Creek right now, underneath the floor of the of the research lab. Hmm. Wow. And that's what you see in here.
2: Okay. Great. Um. And so the AI, so the computer result is that okay, uh, if mm-hmm. I mess around with that, they're gonna know. Um, okay.
1: So good question. I had to time yeah. out real quick because I need to make sure. Does everybody have at least one XP in their pool?
2: Oh, um, did we get XP last time?
1: Yeah. So technically, yes, you should have gotten XP last time. So I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody you should have at least two XP in your pool right now.
2: Okay. Thank you. Yeah, then yes, we
1: do. <laughs> okay, good. Cause I'm throwing a GM intrusion at you right now,
6: Ooh. Okay. which you
1: can <laughs> reject by paying me one of those XP or you can accept it Okay. and gain an XP.
2: Oh, uh, oh, I have to I have to tell you now before you. you tell me what it is. Okay, you can
1: reject it. And then you have to pay off one XP to reject it. Or... No, nah, I
2: want to know what it is. Tell me like, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll take it. Okay, you're gonna take it in which <laughs> case
1: you gain one XP and you get to hand one XP out to somebody else.
4: Oh, yay! Okay. Uh, do I do that now too? Mm-hmm. Forgot about that part. I love that. I love I'll... that part of cypher. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to uh, noir.
1: Okay, cool. That's good. Nora's probably going to need it oh. where Nora's going.
4: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Wait, what does
1: good. that mean?
2: Am I in danger?
4: <laughs> I mean, we me never. Of course not. Yes, of course you are. <laughs> I mean,
1: do you know where we
6: are? There's dinos.
1: <clears throat> you hear behind you.
2: Turn around. Hold my breath.
1: You see a gentleman who stands roughly six feet tall judging from his attire he's (laughs) he kind of is wearing a with minus the hat and the cane he's dressed a little bit like john hammond from jurassic park he's got the white button-up that goes down to about mid mid thigh and the very flowing white pants with boots on underneath um he looks Pretty old. You're guessing he's probably somewhere around Melina's age, but hasn't carried it quite as well as Melina has. He also looks like he is suffering a little bit from his size at his age. Whatever they've got going on in the future, they clearly still haven't been able to compensate for the fact that if you live most of your life built like a tank, by the time you turn a hundred, muscle degradation, the natural course of time, and and all of that taking place, it clearly. Judging from the way this guy moves and how he's hunched a little bit, he's probably spent most of his life in action.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: It doesn't take much for a butterfly like you who has seen warriors before to think that this guy who's probably well past his 100th birthday was probably somebody who spent a lot of time fighting.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: You do not recognize him at all. <clears <throat> he clears his throat again, and just says, well.
7: I was told you were a friend, but here you are sneaking around the laboratory like a rat.
2: Oh, uh, no, not sneaking. um just curious. Um,
7: a butterfly I... curiously sneaking around our laboratory. Are uh... you actually curious or are you looking for something to break?
2: I'm not a butterfly anymore. Really? Really. I actually um, really like technology and, and she just starts blabbering. She's not very good socially.
7: She <laughs> no, just said, okay, please and, stop, um, please so that I that over have very there very long time. Really no, no, please. Stop. I just
2: want to know, does this or so it's organic material? Does that mean you can actually like print cells that uh, that are alive or just uh, just the material for cells?
7: Cloning um, cells is not challenging at all. We oh my God! Really? Time. Yes. Oh wow! This is an old technology.
2: What? That's incredible. That's just incredible. Oh. Um, and what about what about this over here? This is a solar power unit. I thought I thought I invented that because I made one uh, back at the camp, the Butterfly Camp, and then they broke it when they found it. I hid it for like three years, and I just kept improving on it and iterating and iterating, and then um, and then they found it and they broke it.
7: I think I'm starting to believe you.
2: Yeah, I'm the least butterfly of all butterflies, probably. You
7: are a nerd, yes.
2: A what? What does that mean?
7: You have much to learn, and I'll be happy to teach you all of the slanderous remarks for people who think too much like yourself. But first, do me a favor, and could you scoot this chair over here? I wish to speak with you. Sure. Now that you're here, I'm here. Push over the chair, and he eases himself down, and he says i am dr adrian becker i am former sati i am a first commuter i am not long for this world and i am former head of security of the militia here at silver creek and though i no longer have the position i still like to meet people who come into my community especially ones like yourself who. Though no longer a butterfly. (sighs) Used to run with people who wished harm upon me and mine. You, however, (laughs) you belong here. I can tell by listening to you. You're too gentle to be butterfly.
2: Oh, okay.
7: Do you not agree with this?
2: Um... I mean, they made us do a lot of stuff that I didn't like.
7: He nods and starts waving his head. No, no, no. no the, whatever happens here in this conversation, know this. What is your name? Clover. Clover. Do not have to speak about your past if you do not want to. I am only interested in who Clover is now and what Clover wants to do now that she is in Silver Creek.
2: Clover tears up a little at that and tries to hold it back and not show it. But she's like... Oh, thanks. Cool. Okay. What were you going to tell me?
7: I was going to violate the very thing I just said, but I'll keep it brief. I was going to tell you about me a little bit so that you understood. So I used to work for Sati. I was security in Kaleno City. (laughs) They did not call it Kaleno City back then. It was Sati Site-01 back then. Before the Bone Wall was built. Back before the Great Howling. I tell you this because I wish you to know that I too came from a group of people that I thought of as family who we're not as gentle as i was you're in the right place now <laughs> i i made my point before i tell you the story none of this matters now the point is if you wish to look at science the person to talk to is yen he is the one to speak to he will help you he's sort of the local fool I can introduce you to him. What is that? uh... Piper calls him dumbass. (laughs) Because he takes on too much work. He is a researcher, a biologist, part-time nurse, and he also is the expert in farming and dinosaur behavior. He's probably out there right now, squatting in triceratops shit, watching the great herds fuck each other and smash their heads together. I can't say I appreciate his lifestyle, but you'll probably appreciate him. He's a good man. So, I'll uh, send him in your direction as soon as he gets back and washes shit off of him. And if you want, I can have Yen put you to work.
2: Um, that would... I would really like that. Thank you.
7: What the... What did you do for the butterflies? And don't have to tell me specifics, but uh, your skills, what are they? You said you liked technology.
2: Yeah. um, So we all kind of learned survival and um,
6: Uh.
2: uh, dinosaur behavior to track them down and make decisions, you know, about like if they have cybernetics, then we had to put them down and take the cybernetics and break them Oh yes, and I'm... I uh, hated that job so much. And um, yeah, one day I just, I found this sweet little baby pterosaur and I just couldn't do it. So I hit her and then they found out years later and tried I'm... to kill us both. So I ran.
7: What happened to your pterosaur?
2: Oh, she's here. She's outside. <laughs> I know oh. it sounds like she died or something. Uh, yes, I thought like, it was no, a sad story. <laughs> this is a Sorry. good
7: story. Scary, <laughs> just, but good. I just get
2: really scared when I think about it, because <sighs>
7: she's
2: like my best friend now. <laughs> like, what would I do without her?
7: And you said she has cybernetics. Well, this is yeah. going to make Yen very happy. He's, as I said, he's very much a fan of dinosaurs and biology and metal things. Well, when she was
2: um, old enough, I learned how to hack into her cybernetics and I made these goggles and she shows the goggles that are around her neck. And room. so I can like see through her eyes. And I always ask her for consent, just like, you know, give her a nice snack, make sure you she's chill and stuff turned your do it.
7: pterosaur into an uh, observation <laughs> drone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah.
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. I am going to introduce you. Oh, no, no I think I think you may have actually met. Yes, I I think you met Zach already.
6: Yeah, yeah.
7: (laughs) I think you and Zach are going to get along just fine. Survival instincts and uh, protecting dinosaurs, this is what Zach does. He's in line to become the next protector of Silver Creek if uh, God forbid anything should happen to Piper. You. So... Oh, it's uh, past time for me to go and rest for a bit, but uh, I wanted to get a measure of you myself since Piper is up on the wall as she always is. And I cannot stop working. <laughs> Don't get caught in here alone when Melina gets back. She is very protective of her laboratory space.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll go now. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. His eyes
1: slowly glance over. And this is where the game intrusion kicks in. Oh crap. Notices the file that's open.
2: I didn't open that. She's gonna say that immediately. (laughs) I didn't, it was open. I didn't I didn't do that.
1: He moves over to the screen and he looks at it and sees and says. Oh echo.
7: Oh, Echo and Penny.
1: He taps the keyboard.
7: We lose too many here sometimes in Silver Creek. It's very difficult when we lose a member of the community. We're very small here. Don't know whatever happened to these two, but you would have liked them. Penny. (laughs) Oh. What is it? uh, Pain in the ass, I think, is what I constantly heard. (laughs) But I am going to do you a favor and you're going to owe me.
2: Okay.
1: And his demeanor shifts a little bit as he leans over and he points and says. And he points at the Sati bunker site.
7: It's worth security know, to know that you've seen this. Worst thing you could do right now... My new friend has lied to me. I'm very good at knowing when people are lying to me. It will help us both. You saw this, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I said I didn't open it. I didn't say I didn't look at it. I didn't good. lie to you.
7: He nods, is good, good. A good first step. Here's my favor that I'm doing for you, and you will owe me for this. Tell no one that you saw this. Not Melina, not anyone. And especially, do not tell your butterfly friends.
2: Definitely not. <laughs> no.
7: And don't ever go there. Bye. Because, because it will give you false hope.
1: He slowly rises again and says, I'm going to bed now.
7: I've been cross-examined, as they say.
1: (laughs) And, just like Melina, moves slowly out the door, leaving you once again alone to the laboratories. You can't help but glance back down at Sati Site 000E.
2: False hope.
1: And you hear a thunking noise at the door. Oh, God. It doesn't open. You just hear a thunking noise at the door.
2: Like, after he just left? or
1: A few moments he... after he left. I mean, so you can see through the frosted windows that it looks like there's a pterosaur that's trying to press its face up against the door to see inside.
2: Oh, okay. I go to the door, and I open it.
1: So, Yeah. <laughs> Sweets is just immediately in your business. <laughs> <laughs> Sweets is immediately in your business.
2: <laughs> Hi, Sweets. I love her her geek. Hey, okay, let's get out of here. Do you have a good day today? She goes, mm-hmm. do you like the camp?
1: Sweets, you have no idea what the hell she is saying to you, but my <laughs> God, she's using that tone of voice that denotes excitement, and you find yourself getting excited for some reason. You love it. You don't know why it happened.
3: Sweets is doing that thing that birds do where they just kind of prop up on their legs and start flapping their wings. Yeah.
1: Buffeting the ground a little bit.
3: Yeah. Oh my goodness, you had such a good day today. Just an ear piercing screech. <laughs>
1: Scary. Oh, wow. You scare the hell out of a small hadrosaur that was being led across the way by the small child that was trying to teach it to walk when it needed it to walk. The hadrosaur lets out. A loud bleeding sound and begins to run up ahead. And just like Eric, when he was young, trying to teach his dog Bandit to use the leash, uh, you get dragged. Uh, You see this kid get dragged a good 10, 15 feet in the dirt uh, that's filled with both screaming and laughter as this baby Hadrosaur screams and runs away. Um, (laughs) While all of this is happening, is we have a three-way party split. Please let the potter. who would like to have the next scene as things begin to unfold. I'm <sighs> what's going right. on? Yeah, I'd like I, I would actually really like to know what's going on with Joe and Ozzy right now because this is actually the first time the two of you have managed to be by yourselves in a moment of reprieve. Like, kind of enjoying yourself a little bit and letting, your ti- letting like yourself relax a bit. Dahlia has decided to head back into Silver Creek, which is like a 10 minute walk. And the two of you are out here near the rocks. Water is lapping against the mud.
4: Missing spot. adrenaline crashing. Sorry,
5: what were you saying? You missed a spot. I mean, I know you've washed like your entire body three times, but I'm pretty sure you missed a spot.
4: I'm just going to accept that as fact from here on out, as the state of everything seems to be mud. Yeah. State
5: of mud. Forever.
4: Did you really suspect people were following us for the first hundred miles? I
5: didn't know they weren't. You don't lie to an abuela. But we didn't have any reason to think that they were. This is true. We think- I still think they might wanna, but that doesn't mean that they can or they have. And this is really far, and it sucked to get here. So I'm not assuming they know. But I'm not assuming they won't eventually Like, stuff like that building doesn't get built- That they wouldn't have been aware of it in Kalina or something. They have to have old records or something that this exists here.
4: I guess, logically, they would be way more suited to have tracked us down if they were going to. Maybe it would have been done already.
5: Right. So, earlier on... They have the equipment advantage, and then later on we have the search radius advantage that that was that was my thought, but I don't know they're not gonna come and the thing Dr. Molina said about the families makes me feel guilty.
4: Yes, I believe that was her intent. worked, yeah, yeah, she seems like she knows what she's doing. Um, maybe if I can get access to someone's computer, I could try to skim some stuff from Clano and see if I can find any mention of any kind of search. Maybe just ease our minds a little bit, but I... Would that alert them? Ah! Unclear. Oh! I mean... If they were going to know that it was gone, they would already know that it was gone. They know it's gone. So we wait. Or you do something with it at this point, which I might add, I've been very patient in understanding what your, the rest of your plan is mm-hmm. to have with it. Um, I and- think I have one now. Okay, thank Thank you. Thank God. Uh, Please elaborate. Please, please, for the love of everything, elaborate. There's equipment
5: here. We analyze it. Okay. You, right, by we. I, I want to be absolutely crystal here. You
4: analyze it. Okay. Yeah, that, that tracks. Um, we have I, to know what it does, how
5: it works, and how much it can work. Because... <clears throat> I messed around with it a little and it it, 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 it's real. It, I don't know. I don't know how big real. I don't know how small real, but it's not, not real. And it still works. And I'm going to open my bag just enough that you can see, uh, just the Pulp Fiction-esque, uh, glow. We we know we don't get to say, but like said, <laughs> it's my second second in a week. There we go. Culture that I have soon. Uh, well, see the lights blink. blink, and and it did <clears throat> stuff when I pushed the button. So
4: at this point, the information that we have and can confirm is that it has power still. Okay. Um, well, that- the <clears throat> only lab situation that seems to be happening here is dr Melena. so uh that we're going to have to get her permission to use her lab i don't have any any of my lab um to be able to do any kind of anything besides this and she kind of like taps like a, a like a a pack that is pretty flat that's kind of just like a thigh bag that's like strapped around the waist and around the mid thigh and it has like her minuscule like her her base tools and like mm-hmm. maybe a small like tech piece that's not enough if if it is what you think it is which at this point I am still wary I don't have the tools to look at it which means we need to make friendly with the owner of the only lab in about 400 mile radius so if you want to spearhead that I will do whatever you want what does it mean spearhead in this context don't kill anyone we just need to make friends with dr Molina because i will not disrespect her lab that woman has it's beautiful i know you were in there but it's it's Uh, air
5: conditioned you had me
4: it's okay okay yes it's air conditioned i would work in that lab even without the air conditioning that is what i will say to you it is it is a time capsule if she doesn't want the thing here do you want to stay if she doesn't want it here then I assume we have to leave. I don't know what our choices we are too against this entire community. I believe they would easily overpower us if that were the case. I put my hand on
5: your shoulder. It
4: would it would have to leave. Do you want to stay? In this instance you are you're suggesting we split up? I already
5: dragged you four hundred miles away. In this instance, you're suggesting we split up. Is that correct? I would be such a jerk if I didn't at least put it out there, right? Would I not? Would I not just be the worst jerk ever if I if
4: I just assumed you wanted to leave? Well, you're you're not assuming. You're asking, I'm just clarifying the bounds of this hypothetical that you're pitching to me right now. Okay, well I'm a scratching yes. in the mud in 400 miles away from my lab yeah
5: And
6: the answer is I no we from...
4: got this far
5: yeah but there's no farther i don't think about it your adrenaline crashing no one can make decisions on adrenaline
4: crash especially well, not in the mud Actually, I mean, biologically, that's what adrenaline is for—is to be able to make better decisions with the adrenaline. And I guess on And the then come you crash, and crash, then it's, and then it's not there anymore. But I am more clear-headed than I was while being adrenaline. But I'm perhaps. still winning the argument, so no, that's probably indicative enough. Yeah, you missed a spot. She flicks like mud at your face, just like <laughs> a tiny bit, just like a just like a splatter. Miss a spot. Splash. don't scream gurgle and atticus grunts and blows bubbles in the water Uh, yeah
1: while this is happening zach if you could please make me make me a survival check
3: okay
1: and your ability to sense dinosaurs does come into play here
3: okay i was also gonna ask about danger sense as well if i might be able to lead on that
1: is that a, is that something you spend points for?
3: Uh danger since What does that do for I, you? I have it here. I wrote Might, it. down. I think
1: that's an initiative bonus, but Oh, uh, you're right, it is an initiative bonus. Never mind. Yeah. Isn't that
4: uh, something you have with detecting danger? Don't you? Um, is it related to initiative
3: yeah that's that's the one that is the initiative that's the right yeah so go ahead and
1: roll me a d20 but you're gonna get to ease it by one i'm gonna set the difficulty of this at three so it's gonna start you're gonna need a difficulty two so you'll need a six or better
3: all right there is one other thing that i'd like to argue for just to see if it uh just to see if it might help me uh if that is discover dinos uh discover dinosaurs
1: is that a skill
3: that is, in fact, a skill, yes. Because you can uh, only use
1: one skill at a time when it comes to easing mm. something. So you could do one or the other, but you can't use two skills to ease something.
3: All right, then I'll just use the one that I'm already
1: using. Okay, cool. So in which case, I, yeah, you'll need a six or better on a d20. Yeah,
3: that's a five.
1: Okay. <laughs> you are momentarily distracted as you're heading towards the boundaries of Redjaw Wilds. To your left, down the valley slopes, you can see the great herds of trikes. It looks like it's thinned out a little bit. Some of the younger males have probably given up, because once you get into a fight with one of the other males and you break a horn or lose, that's the end of mating season for you. Yeah. So it looks like it's thinned out a little bit. Um, but it's still, still something of a raver going on down there. As you're moving towards the boundaries of the woods, you're distracted ever so briefly by the raucous call of Kimmy, who is just very excited to be coming uh, near the outskirts of the Red Jaw Wilds. And in that moment, with the grasses grown tall as it's early spring, you completely miss that the indentation you just stepped into and out of as you're heading towards is in fact the footprint of a large predator. Completely missing it. As you begin to advance towards the boundaries, of the woods. And that is where we are going to pause for our break. Oh no! Yeah. It's um, fine,
5: everything's fine, except the predator. That part isn't fine. Yeah. My girlfriend, the predator? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Can it. you imagine how good the hunting would be <laughs> for, the predator, for the for the Yaucha? That would be so happy. How um,
5: hard confirmed have we it was a meteor and not a predator?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um We will be back in 10 minutes as we take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you soon.
0: Now, a quick message during the break. To help us continue producing shows like this, consider supporting Althaven on Ko-Fi. Your contributions keep the Haven alive. And if you're not already part of our vibrant community, join us on Discord. It's the best way to stay updated on upcoming shows and events.
1: back to the cretaceous period everyone let's go ahead and jump right back in where we left off uh we had our intrepid adventurer zach journeying off into the red jaw wilds uh with terra in tow and your pterosaur swimming uh flying overhead um you've just moved past this large footprint that you've missed and as you're stepping into the great ferns of these huge trees zach you begin to feel the immediate sense that you are being watched red jaw wilds always gives you that feeling this is a very dangerous area because as you have come to know and as many who have learned how to survive here in the cretaceous period the largest predators have to rely upon trees in order to ambush their prey they're simply too large to approach out in the open and charge after them and they are very good at moving quietly and slowly through large tree lines like this. And many of them are camouflaged and know how to use it to their advantage. Raptors in particular are very good, particularly near water sources. You're keeping track of that as you guys enter into this place. It's also worth noting that Kimmy is a little more limited here in the tree lines of Red Jaw Wilds. It's never fun. Kimmy, however, is a large enough pterosaur that when she touches down and starts walking, Folding those great wings up underneath those elbow joints and just starting striding along on those small legs, just kind of like a tripod, like movements of like one to the other and the next. Um, most animals get out of the way. Pterosaurs are predatorial onto their own nature, and so a lot of them just don't want to deal with it. But Red Jaw Wilds is where they tell you to always keep your guard up, and that you could be hunted and not know it journeying through here so as soon as you guys enter into the wilds you see pulling those curls back tying it up tight you see tara is taking all the precautions that so she's just immediately starts looking around and puts her hair in the tie immediately unclasps a small dagger slides it into a sheath that's up on her chest and readies her glaive and she goes all right always fun
3: always fun You got a lock on anything?
1: She squats down and touches the soil and runs her hands over it for a second. She just opens her mouth and starts breathing in and smelling the air at the same time, just almost like a crocodile does. And you see her take a few moments to take it all in. She goes, fucking trikes are making it hard to smell anything else right now.
3: Yeah, they tend to get this way around the season
1: know that's gonna mean though it's gonna mean it's gonna be hard to smell anything else coming nearby or hear anything else coming nearby But if there's this many trikes nearby you can bet your ass there's gonna be some big sharp tooth wandering around out here
3: Yeah, it's a feeding frenzy this is all you can eat they just gotta find the trikes all right well let's keep moving on we stay still we get killed
1: okay the two of you begin to push your way in Kimmy doing the best that she can, following after you.
3: Uh, Let me think, go ahead. I think I might actually give Kimmy uh, the gesture to like it's okay for you to take to the skies, like, stay above the tree lines. Yeah, I,
1: I th- mean you can always call Kimmy back. Much like a falcon, Kimmy will know exactly when you've exited yeah. the Red Jaw Wilds, and she'll fly back. I mean, there's been more than a separate occasion where like sometimes in Silver Creek, a big storm hits, and they cannot keep the dinos inside. <laughs> the The walls of Silver Creek. The best thing they can do is set them loose, so that they can go thin for themselves as a the storm blows by. Kimmy knows where to go, so if you need her to, she can. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you're gonna Zach's have just, to. You're gonna have to roll to give her the command, though.
3: Yeah, Zach's gonna walk over and uh, just go. There's no reason for us both to be crawling in the muck, uh, and I am gonna give her the command. And here I go rolling for it.
1: <laughs> okay, so it's a three. <laughs> Let's see if I got enough badges to train. Like no, ho- drop? Yeah, I was going to say, you should have something that helps you manage dinosaurs or communicate mm-hmm. with dinosaurs, correct?
3: Oh, uh, yes, I do. I've got walking with dinos and I've got discovered dinos, but walking with dinos is the one that lets me communicate with
1: them. Uh, excellent. Then that's going to immediately ease it by one, so you need a six I- or better.
3: I got an 11.
1: Okay. <laughs> Kimmy, you basically yeah, understand. It. Yeah.
4: Her little thing like her she'll like a little chomp that she does not like snap but just like the little clicks that she does um with her her big beak um and she'll kind of like it'll be hard to take off here i think she'll probably have like a have to do a couple steps because we're in like the big tree so like all of the all of the like above us is uh the foliage the trees kind of start to connect near the top so she's probably going to have to like do like a very strange takeoff and then kind of have to find a breakthrough find an area with a with an open to get up and out if she's going above the trees okay
1: All right. it takes her a few minutes but Kimmy seems <laughs> to find her way after she's hey. gone you feel very exposed I mean it's already hey. tricky with Kimmy in, underneath the canopy of these great trees but now it's just you and Tara and the two of you kind of feel like lambs out here um, the only your your number one protective asset right now is stealth and perception.
3: Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, Zach's going to communicate that just go, uh, we've got to rely on being quiet and being fast. You ready?
1: She nods keeping conversation to a minimum. She just nods to you. And the two of you press on into the wilds. I'm gonna need a stealth check from you.
3: Okay, Take me the- a
1: stealth check. And then, of course, during the break, you uh, you went back and reviewed the ability that you have that lets you keep track of all the big uglies that might be coming around to visit you. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna use that ability. I'm gonna get a um, comment for- from Sam in a few minutes, <laughs> and it's gonna be, "How dare you call dinosaurs ugly? <laughs> you son um. of a bitch!"
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so stealth. I will be rolling speed. I'm assuming, correct?
1: Um, yes, that is correct. It is a speed check. And that okay. does mean you if you do spend effort because of your armor rating, it's gonna cost you two more than usual.
3: I'm just gonna I'm just gonna Oh oh wait, I can argue to try and drop this down too, right?
1: If you've got skills for it, yes. Oh, oh, oh. You can spend effort. Mm, it's up to you.
3: Okay. All right, I've got I'm I'm gonna channel my inner Bonnie. Um
1: <laughs> You're gonna use acrobatics somehow to, <laughs> to mitigate well, not the, acrobatics, yeah.
3: but I was gonna say running and climbing with my physical skills.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: We could, we we could be traversing through the tree line. We know how to do it, maybe. um
1: <laughs> there was a system set up yeah you're not going to be able to parkour across the trees sadly if there was a system yeah there was a system set up like wires or anything i mean honestly something to look into and maybe a project to visit with the elders at silver creek because if you guys set up a canopy system on the outskirts of red jaw wilds you have a hell of an early warning system as well as a protective perimeter for predators and invaders so maybe something worth looking into and certainly something you, could, you can do. There's a whole crafting system in Cypher that we've barely tapped. Sam tried to. Sam desperately tried to. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel the rage. Well, I, you know to that's be gonna... fair, Sam did make <laughs> amazingly scared. awesome heal bots for everybody that still got not used when they should have been, but it's okay. But they, they did oh, so
5: Used her shield.
1: They, yes, that's correct. <laughs> oh that's right I'm confusing wait I thought you ma- you made them for Callisto, though didn't you there was yeah, one point I, I made, made those a- for right.
5: ev- I made those for everybody I, I made the the drop to zero hit points back up to that's what it one was. for everybody but also I think I got uh 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 hops staff and uh Lumen's shield actually built like for realsies. I just didn't get time to do it forever do do a, okay, cool. a item for everyone they were used and I will put an arbitrary number of social checks toward a zipline system in this game. I just I need to know
6: <laughs> that.
1: I will can persuade so freaking Make hard I will big pres- project. Oh Make yeah big that, project. that's
5: that's happening. That's
3: happening. Um, by the way
1: before uh, we move forward so I do not forget Elisa you gain one XP because you not uh, not only did you you already gained the XP for accepting the GM intrusion but you gained an XP because Cypher system awards XP for exploration and discovery. And that's specifically what you were doing that's you don't get xp in cypher for killing things you get xp for uncovering mystery discovering stuff turning it turning the page that kind of stuff supporting other players yeah yes
5: (laughs) But if i discover what the inside of my enemies look like
1: uh that counts yes (laughs) yeah no if you stick your face inside of the chest cavity of a fallen foe i will absolutely count that in the spirit of discovery and uh positivity and all the other things there you go
5: zach enjoy yeah thank
1: Um, you and i rolled
5: i rolled a
3: 16. okay cool yay pride dice
1: all right (laughs) fast and small you try to make yourself as small and as uninteresting as possible as the two of you begin to dart between uh large areas of Ferns and bases of trees, you avoid some of the obvious trappings that some who are more a li- little more inexperienced would fall into. For example, fallen logs. You remember being a you remember being a child and thinking, when things get scary, run for a fallen log or a rock. You learned that day just how big insects can get in the Cretaceous period. Um The atmosphere of Earth is currently saturated with oxygen from the extraordinary amounts of biology all over the planet, causing life here on Earth to grow exceptionally large during this period. And centipedes are not tiny. (laughs) So. Dodging all of that. You continue to make your way through the forest floor. Um did you now you had brought up the ability when we were at break you don't have to yes. do it now do you do you did you want to use I, that or anything I else? would
3: like to I would like to okay. just so everybody's clear it's discover dinos it's two intellect points you scoured the area within long range searching for any signs of current or recent dinosaur activity if there is or was a dinosaur in this area you discover its level in general type as well as any additional facts that GM and fills are pertinent
1: okay Go ahead and spend your points. Those are intellect points, if I remember correctly.
3: Yep, I don't have many of them, but <laughs> the ones I got them using.
1: <laughs> um, Interestingly enough, because this was brought up in chat, and I just want to point at it, spiders actually did not grow shockingly huge like you might think they did, believe it or not. There were some big ones, but not any particularly bigger than they are today. But we'll move on, because there are some of us who have arachnophobia, and we don't want to go in there. Um, <laughs> but, um, so... It's about 15 or so minutes about where you would expect because you've left the tree line far behind you. And now you just have, again, the dappled shafts of light piercing the treetops and a little bit of the darkness of the forest around you. The fact that it's now partly cloudy overhead is making the forest a little darker than normal. So you are paying close attention to the sounds of wildlife around you. To make sure that there is no other animals that are alerting you to the oncoming onset of predators you do have a few moments where you step across what looks like small little theropods that are just kind of darting through the uh the underbrush but nothing nothing alarming then you come across some tracks when you freeze and squat down tara joins you and squats down too and the two of you kind of pull some of the brush and fallen needles out of the way to take a good look at what you're looking at, what you're seeing. You see what looks like a large multi-toed footprint from the impression, the way it's sunken in into the soft soil, you would guess it's probably weighs in somewhere close to about three and a half to four tons. And it immediately sparks an instinct to look around for any other signs of passage. None, no tail marks, no nothing. Two legged. Two legged. You meet Tara's gaze as the both of you mouth the word at the same time T-Rex at least one of them. It's not unusual for them to hunt in pairs, but if they're this close to the tree line, it's because they know the trikes are out there having a party. This set of footprints, however, does not look like it's headed in the direction of the tree line you had to guess, you would say this was an adult T-Rex. Um, hard to say how old the track is, though. But your instinct tells you probably still in the area. Doesn't look like Stripe's footprint. Not big enough. Yeah. Tara,
3: it's very important that you understand and agree to everything that I'm about to say to you. If we come across this T rex, and I give you the order to run, you are to run. No hesitation. Okay, she nods. Good. Keep moving, stay quiet, stay small, stay boring. She nods again. And we are going I've got rations to deliver. We're gonna keep Uh, We're gonna keep pressing. (laughs) Uh, but like uh, it's it's very very much in a uh, skittish cat territory mm-hmm. where like even the slightest branch noise that that makes us stop, take account of everything and then continue. Like we are on eggshells right now.
1: Okay, you press a little deeper into the woods. It's another thirty minutes or so. Now the tree line is well behind you, and you're getting your coming closer and closer to the marker it indicates your proximity to the watchtower you see Tara freeze suddenly she stops in her tracks and just I and it you. taps her ear you I am, pause. you pause yeah, for a minute no. because you used your ability you pause for a minute it, it's so the baritone is so low that your ears mistook it for just sort of a background den of nature. But it takes a moment where you hear, it almost seems like a rhythmic pulsing for a second. And focusing on it, your instinct is already telling you you're hearing an animal. And then you're hearing this deep just like rumming. It's a quick sidebar. Because you used your ability, Because it's still active. Mm -hmm. Your Karn, who walks with dinosaurs, would know that unlike modern day films and how they are depicted, T-Rexes do not roar. Out here, they make closed mouth vocalizations. They do not need to roar and scream. Just like crocs and alligators, they don't have to open their mouth to communicate over (coughs) a large distance. And because they are so big, they use... Bass sounds, because they travel over an extraordinary distance. You feel this deep, thrumming growl. It must be resonating from quite a distance away, but you can feel it in your bones. It activates this primal instinct to run in terror, but you sit there and sit in it for a second, resisting the temptation to flee in a panic like other animals are probably doing in the vicinity right now. Also, if a T-Rex is vocalizing out there right now, it may not be hunting. So you kind of catch yourselves looking at each other for a moment and waiting. And it occurs to you, being the expert Karn here, and she's kind of looking to you for advice, you begin to realize to your relief, Zach, it's distant and it's probably moving away.
3: I'm just gonna give the side to stay quiet, stay low, and let's move. She nods. Could be and, a window uh, of
1: opportunity because if there's a T-Rex out there making some noise, it's very likely the smaller predators are giving it a wide space.
3: Yeah, but at this point, I think it's gonna be bow in hand. Um, at okay. this point, like just in case.
1: You pull that just pull in case back. his
3: measurement is wrong.
1: Sort of like. <laughs> Zero Dawn style technological looking bow that's kind of a mix of modern and and advanced technologies, kind of glows Aps. a little softly as you pull the pull it tight just to make sure that the strings are good to go. It kind of Aps. folds in with a Ooh. as it goes into a compact shape, and you begin to move quietly, and you reach the marker indicating that you're at the base of the tree where the watchtower is located. You can see some of the vine work here that's been deliberately installed and kind of blends in with a little bit of the tree. The tree itself is yes jody massive looks like it's about uh a good you could walk or it would take you a good 20 seconds to walk the diameter around this tree and back um nice little trek around the side (laughs) the uh uh, watchtower itself is probably about a hundred feet up
3: nothing's easy
1: i'm gonna help tara up first okay Uh, she just grabs hold of one of the vines and starts putting herself into the small harness that's been set up here and hidden.
3: Once uh, she's when she's clear, I'm going to follow behind and uh,
1: okay.
3: uh, immediately head to whoever needs these rations. Hungry is not something to play with.
1: As y'all start putting yourselves in the harnesses to get lifted up, you hear a sharp whistle overhead. As it's too far to call down, you recognize somebody just waving a small form up in the trees that's built up there, uh, waving down to you, indicating that they're ready to pull you up and they've spotted you.
3: Alright, yeah, we're just making our way up to the top. Uh, I'm going to take a deep sigh of relief and go, uh, all things considered. Nice
1: little stroll. Now we have to go back. She shrugs with a smile on her face. I'm sure
3: it'll be just as interesting as to walk here.
1: All right, when you get to the top, after a beautiful ascent where you get to look out over this great forest and the harness slowly being raised up, raised up, raised up, um, the sounds of the forest become something of a soft din down below. Up here, it's different. You can hear a lot of the wildlife that that lives above the treetops. Not so many in the treetops. Although you do spot as you're coming up about maybe 60 feet away, probably the largest bee nest you've ever seen in your life. It's a colony that looks like it takes up a large swath of one of these tree branches and there is a black swarm of moving shapes around it. You can hear them easily from up here, probably a bee nest that's the size of what we would consider a small car. And it looks like it's just built up onto the side, Um, maybe about 60 feet up. I hate bees. (laughs) She smirks as she's being lifted up. She says, you can hate bees all you want, but I see lots and lots of honey. You'll earn it. I'll earn it. I'll get that honey.
3: Make sure you get enough to share for the rest of
1: us. Oh, now you want my honey. Oh, I love honey. I have have to go get it for you, huh? That's the way this is working.
3: Well, considering that I saw a certain someone almost freeze to death at the mere thought of a T-Rex,
1: right. I think I think
3: you owe me one.
1: Oh, I owe you. Okay. <clears throat> She's got a smile on her face. You guys reach the top. Um, you recognize the gentleman up here is a guy named Vecker, V-E-K-K-E-R. <clears throat> Call him Vec for short. Um, He's an older gentleman, probably in his uh, maybe late 50s. Judging from the weather-worn skin, he has spent most of his time doing exactly what you do. He spends his time outside, running around, risking his life, fighting and helping dinosaurs. Uh, When you get to the top, he says, "Eh, There you are. Let me pull you up. (sighs) Please tell me you brought me some food.
3: Uh, Sorry, it's late, but here is the the rations that you were
7: owed thank you thank you thank you don't mind me i'm just gonna sit down and have my first meal in a day you know,
3: for someone stationed on a tree you would think you'd use the shade to avoid getting such a wicked tan uh,
7: nothing's gonna save me from that now i spent too
1: much time on the chalk road Oh. Do you have any trouble getting out here? As he goes and he sits down, he leans up against this balcony to give you an idea of where you guys are right now. I don't want to, don't. I, I encourage you not to necessarily picture Ewok Village because what you see up here on the on this tree is a little more technologically advanced. It looks like some of the tech has actually been used to create metal platforms that are secured fast, uh, perfectly into the sides of the tree. You know this was done because some of the Some of the tech that is used up here can help camouflage a lot of the harnesses and stuff like that. There is force field technology that is used up here. It's not very reliable, sadly, because it needs (laughs) to be maintenanced. It's over 100 years old. (laughs) Um, But for the most part, you have yourself a small little fortress capable of holding up to 12 people. So he leans up against one of these metal railings that overlooks the forest. Anybody else who didn't know... How safe it was up here would be horrified by the height and the sheer drop that's behind him. But, like some kind of badass that he is, he just leans up against the railing like he's immortal and starts eating these ration packs. You see him peel them, on, peel them open and goes, Mmm. Synthesized eggs. I've been <laughs> looking forward to this one.
7: You know, there's nothing wrong with going out and hunting. I know. I've just had so many bad experiences hunting in the Red Jaw. Yeah, I can imagine. I'll
3: get on the folks back at uh, HQ to make sure that your next batch of rations aren't so late. Can't have you being hungry up here.
7: Hmm. What's going on back at the creek? Any news? Anything I need to know about? (laughs) Horny trikes and we got ourselves a Butterfly in the mix.
1: He lowers his food and looks at you for a second. He goes,
7: "Butterfly at Silver Creek. Anybody <laughs> we, anyone we know? Can't say that I'm too familiar. But then again,
1: you know, I try to avoid." Do you hear the name Aldane get thrown around? Can't say that I did. Says Christ I ask for news what are you doing you're not bringing me anything you tell me juicy information like that and then you're like oh, i don't know well it's called keeping you uh keeping you apprised and
3: wanting now you've got something to want i've got something to live like for yep no
1: nope. it's good <laughs> it's good really you should have that tan look that I'm, you're starting to lobster oh it's fine I'll feel it in a few days, and I'll get treated as usual, and we'll move on. <laughs> how are you doing, Tara? She just smiles as she pulls out her own rations and starts eating. She goes, "Came must cross some rex tracks on the way here. He, he nods and goes, I saw a few of them pass below me about two days ago. A pair of them. Figured they'd probably be here because of the herd. I didn't know how big the herd had gotten, though. Any signs of stripes? No sign of stripes. Not this season anyway, but if there's strikes out there mating, you know Stripe will be here in just a matter of time. This is her territory. I see two T-Rexes wandering around without Stripe nearby, she's gonna get angry. She's gonna find out they're here, though she's not stupid enough to attack a pair. She'll probably try to catch them when they're not next to each other.
3: Either way, that could lead to chaotic work for us, we should... We should monitor the situation. Speaking of, he's going to kind of look. Make a perception uh, check. Yep.
1: Yep. you've you've got anything that will help you monitor, you can see out over the canopy of trees. This is one of the tallest trees near the uh, tree line of the red jaw. So go ahead and make your roll. I've got nothing. Okay. (laughs) So it's a standard roll, but I'm increasing the difficulty because A, it's gotten darker out. And B, Mm -hmm. you're looking through tree branches. So it's going to be a little challenging. I'm going to set the difficulty at four to need a 12 okay. or better. Cool. You can spend effort using intellect.
3: Uh, I do not have enough intellect points to spend. It's fair. Yeah, uh, and getting
1: exhausted out here is not a good idea.
3: Yep. So I uh, I did roll a 15. Okay. Got with I forgot what the DC
1: was. <laughs> it was 12. You're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, yeah. You needed... All right. You glance out. Takes you a moment as you kind of focus and look through the trees and oh man, that is a very dark horizon. As you glance out over the mountain sky, looks like it's probably blowing in from across the spine mountains, just to the west of Silver Creek. So it's probably a couple of days away, but judging from the sheer size, it's either a hell of a rainstorm or worse.
3: Sarah, I've just got a point
1: she looks uh, she glances out kind of studies it for a moment and she goes I think it's a hurricane
3: I think whatever it is it'd be much better if we knew about it in advance and we buckled down for it so we're gonna to need sliding to into back. the
1: sliding into camera frame <laughs> you see back go Oh, shit. Yeah, I do not even notice that. I was too busy looking at the big
7: dinos at my feet. You should probably start noticing
3: that.
1: <laughs> well, someone was supposed to relieve me yesterday. No one showed up.
3: I'll make sure that whoever missed that assignment doesn't hear the end of it.
1: Good, because I need to be relieved, and I need to know am i being called down if there's going to be some kind of storm blowing in. It's not the place I'm going to be if there's a hurricane blowing through here. Yeah. How how many people are stationed here? Right now, it's just him.
3: We're going to make our way back extraordinarily quickly. I'll have your orders sent here. Hopefully, we can get you back in Silver Creek so you
1: don't have to deal with this he's he looks over to his pack and you see him pull something out it looks like a little metal metal casing and he pops it open and he's like i still have power to this thing i can communicate directly with creek but <sighs> no one's talking to me very much they I think they last i heard piper was going to see where my relief was that was yesterday afternoon
3: be grateful people aren't talking to you
1: people talking
3: <laughs> gets annoying We'll get
1: you taken care of. Alright. If I don't hear back in about oh, 24 hours or so, I'm just going to go ahead and start making my way back down and, so I don't have to be up here.
3: Last decision. Make sure that you avoid the T-Rexes, so I don't think I need to tell you that.
7: Yeah, I'm not in the mood to meet one right now. Not, not the I'm right
1: not- time, you know? I just don't feel <laughs> up for it. I'm not. I'm uh, not ready for a new commitment. <laughs> like... There's, like,
3: <laughs> at that, Zach laughs, but it's, like, a really kind of sad
6: laugh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the commitment gets put on here. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of looks up to Kimmy and then goes, uh, um, right, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna go, but, uh, on the way here, I, I had some ideas about a canopy walkway. It's still very early on,
1: but uh, leans in with interest as you start giving a bit of an idea to him. Um,
4: is there a place? Is there any sort of landing here that Kimmy could actually like sit up here with them, like some I sort mean, of like balcony piece?
1: The trees are large enough that you can risk flying through the branches and finding a spot to land. Yes, it I is a roll. He...
4: Yeah, <laughs> I think she would be like, she's she's very like. Skittish and kind of, she's kind of a paranoid mm-hmm. thing. And if she can, if she g- gets eyes on Zach, I think she would want to come in like. Okay. I didn't get to be with you through this whole thing. But I see you
1: now, and you're <laughs> and you're I in my you realm. Now. You're up in the sky, so now you're I up get by to.
4: Me. It's Kimmy time, and she's all right, gonna. All So try difficulty
1: is, <laughs> difficulty is gonna start at four, so it's a twelve or better.
4: Okay, I have a flying skill. That's good. Flying, gliding, diving. All okay, those both. All three of
1: those definitely come into play here. So then that'll one. reduce it down to. Yeah. Three. By three, so then yeah. uh, down two, three rather. So you need a nine or better.
4: Okay. Uh, I'm trying to go what's this one. I think that's just speed defense.
6: Yeah, that's just speed defense. Okay, cool. Uh, right. Let's see. What did I need?
1: Uh, you need a nine or better.
6: <laughs> got <a> <laughs> you got a ten.
1: You got a ten.
4: <laughs> Let's go, Kimmy. It's a little, right. it's a little hard, but she does it.
1: <laughs> it's not graceful, and there's some cracking sounds as you hit a couple of the branches. But you're big enough to be able to just deal with it. Um, the big,
4: like it's like almost like a like a your baby deer kind of like knee wobble. Like when she like hits down, like as she tries to fall back up, it like is kind of like a like a like a little bit of a wobble before she catches herself and like right. If a, if a if a if a pterodactyl could fake it till she makes it, that she did not just trip on the sidewalk that's there. what she looks like right now yeah and she stands up and she's like does her little she kind of like claps her or jaw at you. she's like we're hanging out here right
1: uh you just I- get to, it gets a little bit of a, a like a smug laugh from Vec. just <laughs> and there there's my commitment
3: and he's gonna reach in his bag and grab one of his rations all right and just pass it over to
1: kimmy
4: oh yeah big job. <laughs> um <laughs>
1: while this is happening as you guys have reached about the same time, you've exited the lab and are on your own again. Uh, about the same time this is happening, three of you, Joe, are all merging here in Silver Creek. As you started, as you come back in, you are you all of you are feeling a little more refreshed right now. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely an improvement from where you were not too long ago, just trying to get any kind of cleaning done on yourselves after that journey. Um, In this case, as the three of you are stepping back into the city limits, as it were, as you're coming through the gate, you see emerging in the center walkway, or like, it's kind of inaccurate to call it a road, but it is like the main pathway that leads down to the center of Silver Creek itself. You can see Clover. Looking around, kind of Clover, you're kind of on your own right now. Not really. You don't really know anybody. The only the only person around you is Sweets, who is very much keeping you company and is curious about everybody else. But for the most part, this is new. Living outside so openly and not somewhere hidden away. This is definitely a new experience. And seeing, indeed, there are families here. You see small children. You see uh, a man who looks like he's in his mid 30s holding a baby as he's reaching down and picking up a pail and carrying it into his uh, domicile. Um, it's different. These people are living a life, they're not living a cause. And it's unusual to you, something you've never really seen before. As we're walking, Go ahead. I was just going to say, you spot these two walking in. Go ahead. Uh,
4: so as we're walking up, I think Joe is kind of putting some of her uh, things into. Uh, so Atticus has like the side bag that was my moderately expensive item was the, the bag for uh, dino bag. She's kind of putting her things in and uh, to Ozzy saying, we should find someone to ask what their rules and regulations are for where we can home him for the evening because it seems like it's different everywhere, and I don't know exactly. What that's going to look like. And I think as she's like tapering off in that conversation, she goes, Oh, hi. Like, <laughs> as we like 50 feet away, like, sees Clover and is done with that line of thought entirely. Hey. Did, did I... you find a place to clean up too?
2: Oh. No. I didn't even think of that.
5: Oh. Fair enough. I wouldn't have Joden say something. You don't have to. I'm.
2: No, yeah, I I probably should.
5: Mm -hmm. You all look refreshed. Mud bath and then bath bath. Yeah, and then mud bath. And then,
4: anyway, Uh, I guess it's still muddy. Like, there's like (laughs) this. Oh, and just on top of the frill,
6: Vern.
2: (laughs) Oh, Vern sees sees their friend and just scampers. (gasps) From Ozzy over to Atticus. <laughs> oh, wait, y'all have been together already, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, her. though
5: Vern does now see so French, other friend. friend, other friend, and, and French yeah. sweets. Yeah, this is itself a potential class for greeting.
2: Tiny squeaks.
4: <laughs> Are you also <laughs> intending on staying in town, or was this just a, a foot note in your? journey i must admit i don't know much about your plans
2: uh right i i didn't really have plans just to kind of find a place to not be where i was before (laughs) um so this place seems nice and there's lots of cool stuff to discover and learn and i feel like maybe i could have a, a role here i could pitch in so yeah i think i might i think i'll stay if they'll let me stay
5: Oh, I like see me. what it is. What? I see right through you.
2: What, what do you mean? What?
5: You're here for the air conditioning, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's okay. Don't be embarrassed. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, I just kind of want to live in that lab <laughs> and, and not really for the lab work.
2: So strange. You walk inside and it feels like after a really long cold rain, <laughs> but uh, it's inside. And, <laughs> and it time. feels like nighttime, like, but inside it's so strange. I love it. You know, it. they
5: couldn't build technology that wouldn't stick us here, but gosh, could they control climate in a little building? Wow. Yes. Yeah,
4: it's,
2: it's pretty amazing. Um, yes, the AC. And all the other tech that I really, really, really want to play with.
4: (laughs) What caught your attention?
2: Oh my goodness! There's a 3D organic material printer of some kind.
4: Oh yes, we use that to integrate uh, biotechnology and and cybernetics and biorobotics. Oh my! It's and I'm sure other others too. But
2: yeah, I just I never saw things like that. I mean, I I built my own thing so it was like small little things but these like big machines that have these amazing purposes like oh i can't wait to get my hands on some of those
4: i'd love to see the things you've built do you what kind of i feel like this is the most they've talked like in their entire <laughs> time like yeah. we've
5: had we've air talking about
4: things like, this entire time I, yeah yeah
2: we were like so, super dehydrated
6: and like lost so yeah
4: and so i think there's like oh okay well we have a wavelength i think moment for joe like oh okay well I'd, I'd love to hear about the things that that interest you it seems obviously technological I, I mean it's as uh my expertise but if you are an inventor of some kind that would be Fascinating to hear about.
2: Yeah, I well, I once built um a solar power source so it could capture the power of sunlight and um, power small devices that got destroyed. even through the canopy. Um, oh, canopy! I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, uh yeah. I mean, uh, almost everything. Aussie, <laughs> Aussie, mm. <laughs> just yeah. He'll turn really around
5: crazy. and Aussie <laughs> is done. Aussie uh-huh. has more exploring to do, more new people to bother, more new like, what's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? That's so this? funny. What's this? I, I already know all the things Joe is interested in. I've assimilated that information. Yeah,
4: yeah. The no, yeah, Joe yeah, you being a, an an adventurer or a tinkerer kind of a thing. She's like, "Ooh, we need to talk." <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: uh, oh, and and this, these goggles. Um, I built these, and I never got to like just wear them <laughs> out in public, so it's been nice to just do that. What uh, do they do? So, um, well, I guess I can. I can show you, uh, here, Sweets, here, um, and I take out a little treat from my pocket, give it roll. to Sweets. Oh, yep, yep, absolutely.
1: <laughs> it's a um, Let's see if you got treat. enough
3: badges to trade me. Yeah. Um, what,
1: though, if you're going to pull out a treat- Yes, always. I will ease the difficulty of the roll by one. Okay. So you need a six or better on a d20 for right. Sweets to understand what you want from them.
2: Okay. I'll just roll that otherwise straight. they're um, gonna
1: be like, I'm gonna take that treat, maybe the hand that's holding it, and then I'm gonna much. do whatever I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh
2: let's see if if there is a thing uh for this. I think uh, no, yeah. I think I didn't just roll it straight.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> Sam is like, crimes.
5: <laughs> crimes! Well no, that <laughs> would be if the, if the roll were gay. Uh. Mm-hmm. Then it would do. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, I, I'm not finding it right now, but I think it's just the go- having the goggles is Oh, here. Enables
4: here, here. The, the thing.
2: Oh, okay. So yeah, it's just an action to initiate. This is called bird's eye. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Uh, so the goggles just work, but to get sweets yeah. to. Exactly. Right.
2: put them on if sweets. Any, um, if there's anything that helps with this role, but it's not.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's better.
2: Oh, I got a seven. No. Y'all we are, are just, barely tired, yeah. Yeah. just barely getting these <laughs> rolls. We're tired. Eric, squat.
1: Just barely getting these rolls. Okay, in which case, uh, yes, sweets, you get the basic idea of, oh, oh, it's the goggles. I know these.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she's probably, uh, so after the treat, I say, eh, and I start putting them on my head. Okay. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> come on, come on. Go, girl, go. <laughs>
1: all right <laughs> and <it> takes off <laughs> takes and, the air.
2: and i say oh yeah okay so that's setting it that's great okay so i can see that there's a perimeter there's this wall and i just start describing the aerial view and i'm like here take a look
1: and, I and you it. get to before you before you do that because funny thing about this in this moment is in this moment because you can see what sweets is able to see You are essentially able to accomplish what our poor Karn just spent the entire day traveling to do. I'm going to need you to make a perception check. Oh, actually You actually have a better view outside the canopy of trees than the Karn does. So go ahead and make your roll real quick.
2: Go smart. Go on it. Okay.
1: I mean, I would have done the exact same thing. It's literally just using your (laughs) it's literally just using your smarts. what's that music that plays the black cat
6: yeah
1: so your difficulty for this role is going to be a two so you need a six or better
2: okay is that no- that's the normal difficulty or adjusted for having it's a standard the-
1: difficulty without anything adjusted to it oh oh well, that
2: case. So. um <laughs> My gal, my pterosaur gal, is curious, and so right. I gain an asset on all perception tasks when and they it's help. Now, me a one,
1: you okay. need a three or better on the d20.
2: Well, my god, I hope I get that. <laughs> oh, I,
1: I could have died.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> hey, this is oh, what you get for not ridiculous. talking to people. You talk to people,
1: It's like, don't, don't be upset, you could still be eaten.
4: Yeah, it's um, still a possibility. Oh, you got to talk so, to people, learn things about them, then you don't have to go make dangerous journeys.
1: <laughs> as a former member of the Butterflies, you spent most of your life living out in the wilds. Yeah, You know the areas to avoid, you know what to look for, you know the signs. You very much have the very same instincts that Zach does as a Karn. And getting this kind of altitude and being able to see through, it's, it's a little tricky. Every time you look through these goggles, first of all, it's, it's a little chaotic because much like birds, sweets tends to just dart their very large angular head around to get better angles and like tilt to the side to get a good view of the ground. And the transmission is not always clear. It sometimes mm-hmm. looks a little bit like you're trying to track an old VHS tape. It takes a <laughs> few seconds so that's headaches don't set in. But in this case, even without a a lot of color coming through the visuals that you're seeing you can see a dark sky not Mm -hmm. far from here and you get the same estimate that zach is getting there's probably a big storm and it looks like it's moving in the direction of silver creek maybe in about a day two days tops
6: oh oh wow
2: uh okay we have some really big storm coming in here take a look
4: okay yeah. and can I it, can
2: you, we do that can i yeah
1: you can hand it over to her oh, yeah.
4: and i think you haven't you have not explained what is happening so it's <laughs> just no, like all right like let's find out what this is mm-hmm. um and so she puts them on not 100% knowing what's about to happen and, and immediately goes oh i see
1: mm-hmm. yes you do looking I, out I do over- i
4: see yes i do
1: <laughs> looking out of the treetops you get uh, it occurs to you immediately what has happened. As you're seeing yes. this, you're like, oh, you're litigating the, the pterodactyl's eye view. So you're and looking think, into the screen, you see the same. It's, it's pretty distant. It looks like a black line has been traced across the horizon with a scattering of these great gray clouds that are reaching out towards Silver Creek. You're guessing it's pretty close. You don't have a good estimate because you're not quite so as no, familiar with survival I, as everybody else. But yeah.
4: Uh, she takes it out. She goes. I'm very dizzy now.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. It takes some time to get used to it.
4: She puts it back up regardless. <laughs> no, too dizzy. That's fascinating. You made that on your own from nothing? Yeah. Uh, well, well, she some already things, had
2: some items, but. Right, right. She already had the implants, and I had kind of scavenged some pieces of the goggles, and I had to put a lot of the, the guts into it to actually make it work. But yeah.
4: That's fascinating. I guess I haven't really had a need to see that far before.
2: Yeah, I wasn't supposed to see that far before. Um then I'm, I
4: did and I'm glad we both did. Me too. It's very cool. She hands them back to you. That's you have to have your constitution must be incredibly strong. To you looked in that for a very long time. I immediately <laughs> got dizzy. I don't that's impressive.
2: It takes a while to get used to sweets view <laughs> the sweets view <laughs> <Her> name. <laughs> so what what's your interest like in tech stuff
4: oh uh, and she kind of i think like uh not quite like bends down and like knocks on atticus's uh like uh, cybernetics by robotics is my area of, of study and expertise i i do a lot of uh uh development and and research into uh improving cybernetics and and uh, making them more efficient and installing upkeep that sort of thing but i also have sort of general technical knowledge as well when it comes to computers and things but i i enjoy i enjoy the cybernetics
2: oh wow could you look at take a look at sweets sometime just to make sure i mean i don't really what? know anything about them and i've been doing my yep. best to make sure they you know, as she grows, they grow with her. And oh, but- yes, she
4: absolutely needs. There's root I will make a schedule. Uh, there's oh, routine. Routine oh. upkeep. I can show you, we, you. There'll be tools that you will easily, if you've done this. And she kind of gestures at the goggles. <laughs> absolutely, you'll you'll be able to keep them up on your own. But yes, we can sit down and whenever, whenever. Uh, <sighs> maybe we get some rest and uh, uh, maybe not irritate the the pterosaur who is probably a little sleepy also. But yeah, uh, once we've e- eaten and slept and cool down a little i can yeah i'd love to show you the ropes
2: she starts looking in the goggles just to make sure what's what sweets doing now <laughs> <laughs> she get distracted by something
3: honestly i think sweets is just kind of showing off in the sky
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh okay girl oh <laughs>
6: she's like doing loopsy
2: loops
4: and stuff enough to make what? you dizzy now like <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay Oh yeah, that's a view. That for sure is a view you're <laughs> watching from the ground that's humbling. Yeah.
2: She's been, you know, we've been... Well, Squawk! I guess
4: not... <laughs> she's been in the trees for a while. Exactly, sure yeah.
2: Good. Yeah, I think she's just enjoying the open sky. Uh, do you think they know about that, that storm that's coming? Like, the town? Should we tell someone? They. I mean, they must know these things, right?
4: I am not the person to gauge that kind of uh estimation but i suppose it wouldn't hurt to share that information uh we can see who we can find and she turns and that's when she notices aussie is no longer here and goes <laughs> uh well okay we can surely we can find someone to uh yeah and she'll start we're just walking in a direction like <laughs> yeah okay <laughs>
2: Uh, Clover follows.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm Joe curious. has all
4: the audacity and zero understanding of anything that's happening. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm curious what Ozzy is up to.
4: Um,
5: mm, I've had so many awful interesting thoughts.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm very <laughs> interested to hear.
5: <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that one. Uh, so there was a um, "I want to find Piper.":
1: Okay, that's easy. She's up on the wall. She is near the front gates. It looks like she's leaning up against the gate, having a conversation with one of the other guards up there. Um, when I say "guards too, it looks like it's pretty chill like you don't see people walking the perimeter or anything else like that it looks like it's mostly people hanging out and having conversations and updating and planning for the next day kind of thing um they kind of take shifts just stepping up onto the walls and looking out and taking a good readout and stuff like that but the gates of silver creek are open there's some of the herds that are being let out and let back in uh lots of the farmers coming and going people working out just outside the the walls of silver creek um you don't get a sense that the place is on any kind of high alert but Piper definitely looks like she is eager for there to be one because she walks back and forth like she is just ready for some shit to go down. You can see the way she has a spring in her step. You can see the way she talks to people. She, again, looks a little untested, like she's a little eager. Mm. <laughs> um, mm. Doesn't take much of a role to make the yeah. assessment.
5: Okay.
1: I and mean, she sees you approach and doesn't say anything. She just glances at you for a moment and then goes back to her conversation um, and then looks back at you again to see if it was just sort of like a accidental me- making eye contact sort of moment. And when she sees you approaching, she nods to the person she's with and she calls out to you and goes, what's up?
5: Uh, you got a minute. I got a few questions. You seemed like you know what's up. You seem like um, leadership kind of stuff. So if you're not too busy with that.
1: I don't usually see myself as a walking visitor center but i can help maybe And she hops down from where she is and strolls over to you You can hear the heavy combat boots thudding against these thick boards that she's walking across she's about maybe 10 feet above you she sits down and lets her feet dangle off and she goes what do you need to know
5: i yeah, no, know i mean i i don't i don't want to i know you got a lot of stuff going on it's just I mean, am I wrong? You, you seem to have your finger on the pulse.
1: you going to ask a question. I got stuff to do.
5: Uh Yeah, no, uh, my buddy has a, a trike friend and I just wanted to make sure we were abiding by uh, the practices oh. of the town. However, that works kind of thing.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. She scratches her head a little bit and says, yeah, we can't let that trike into the into the town, unfortunately.
5: Hey, rules are rules. We're here to respect that. We just want to know what we should be doing. You know, it seems a- like y'all aren't strangers yeah. to having dinosaurs around.
1: No, no, no. We got a few. We got a pasture that's close by. Uh, Atticus, was that his name?
5: Yeah, hey, yeah. Good memory.
1: She nods. She says, I got a thing for names. Plus, he stands out. He's a big boy with a big metal leg. Um, How old is he?
5: oh you know the age where they get mad at you if i tell you
1: right okay well yeah it's gonna be tricky with him if he's if he's old enough it may not make a difference he seems like he's kind of past his party days but with trikes it's hard to tell with bulls like him they'll get excited right up to the very end but sometimes they don't care so much if he's the type that's a little more chill then letting him out into the pasture is not going to be a big deal. Otherwise, uh it's tricky when there's this much of a herd nearby.
5: Yeah, tis the season and all that. And I don't. I mean, you know that herd. Are any of them gonna gonna feel threatened by his masculinity or something?
1: She shrugs and says, "I mean, trike bulls. They, they're yeah. all out to dress to impress. They'll start a fight with anything if it means they can catch the eye of a female. So."
5: Yeah, track some mammals. I hear you. I I just I don't even say anything, but I do it just like take my hand, put it into my pouch, and with my hand <laughs> over Vern's ears, like, nope, not this mammal. This mammal, you're fine, you're fine. bad.
1: Vern, <laughs> Vern gets earmuffs, basically.
5: <laughs> yeah, just a little, little earmuffs while while we're talking about sure. uh, uh Yeah, no, I mean, if if that's good, I'll I'll let her know. It's good. So is it just dinos? around here? Y'all, I mean, you'll forgive me for saying, but it didn't seem like uh, you get visitors too often around here.
1: She smiles at that and says, no, I mean, we didn't before. We got visitors a couple of years back. I was still pretty young back then. I wasn't part of the militia yet. But before that, no, not really. Silver Creek, Melina founded Silver Creek and did it because she wanted out of kaleno she wanted out of Sadi. she wanted away from all of it she just oh, wanted she to come.
5: is Sadi. i kind of got the vibe and, oh
1: yeah you know, no the she's the first she shrugs yeah she's the first commuter she's been out here she founded silver creek something like 60 years ago something like that i never remember the exact number but it's been a while and just, yeah nothing more to it we don't get people coming this far north
5: yeah, no, no, other Saudi people
1: or anything. Make a roll.
5: Absolutely. Are you
1: trying to be uh cause
5: uh, I'm sorry. Was there, was there any other uh, Eric, motive in this whole
6: conversation? Yeah,
1: Eric senses oh. you're getting at something. I want to see if she senses you're getting at something.
6: Oh yeah. What are you? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, go ahead and make your roll. And this is a. I'm. Uh, is this like a, you're kind of pressing her for information, but doing it in a very chill way. Kind of do trying to get her my very best.
5: Started with the butter up. Started yeah. with the innocent. Qua- yeah, no, we see how this is. Okay,
1: so we go ahead and make go ahead and make your socials check here. And if uh-huh. you have a skill or anything that'll apply? And of course, you got a mammal. It's gonna I help do. you with this. I
5: have. I have a bit of mammal. What's the difficulty?
1: Yep. So What's the difficulty? difficulty is going to have started at three. Which you're gonna get mm-hmm. an automatic easing, I believe, because of your mammal.
5: Mammal. Because
1: mammal lets you social better. It kind of enhances social. social.
6: Yeah, yeah,
2: can I say that Vern um, pokes their head out in the most adorable way and is just like <laughs> staring and like squeaking right. towards Piper. That's, that's I like how the idea I un-earmuffs
5: <laughs> and, and in yeah. reaction. <laughs> hey, wait, what's mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean,
1: what's, what's going on? What's this? You guys, you, guys, you guys talking about something? Honestly. Um, so then that's going to reduce the difficulty down, so you'll just need a two. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, difficulty is two, so you need a six or better. Yep.
5: All right, um and I look look I'm plus ça change plus the même shows. So I would like to take um, I would like to take my persuasion and I'm gonna spend two points of intellect and we just lacy it just just
1: you're just gonna lacy it difficulty zero you're just gonna auto succeed. <laughs> yeah. remember when Sam stopped playing cipher during our cipher game? <laughs> They were just like I don't want to roll anymore. I'm done.
4: I've also experienced this. The beauty of the beauty of specializing. Inside her. I remember um,
5: a season finale where I didn't roll and I chose to, and the dice did a very good and very brave thing,
1: uh,
5: and I was very proud of them.
1: Um. All right.
5: What a sweet baby.
1: So mm-hmm. she she hesitates for a moment. You get the sense that she suspects. That you're trying to pry her for information but you see she glances down at that fuzzy thing you got in your bag there that's poking its head out and she it's the subtlety of the innocence of it all like maybe you are just an innocent kid asking a question kind of deal she says what was the question specifically so she answers appropriately
5: oh so you don't uh get any other saddy people besides you know and and gestures at me and sort of vaguely dolly award
1: Yeah. Um, she says. Not in Silver Creek. We've certainly had moments where they came a little close to Silver Creek.
5: You say that like it isn't a good thing around here.
1: She shrugs. I mean, the whole reason that Molina started up Silver Creek to begin with is so that we, she didn't have to deal with Sati anymore, but Hmm. you know, she nods over to all the way, hundreds of feet away. You can see the research station that she calls home. Um, She nods over to that and she goes, it's technically Sati property. So they might have something to say about that, but.
5: I won't tell if you don't. How far (laughs) did those other Sati people come? Did they, did they? (laughs) I was about to ask if they messed with you. And then I I just look up and down the the weapons.
1: She just goes, fuck yeah, they messed with us.
6: <laughs> Wait, yeah, what no. for real?
1: She nods and she says, I mean, not directly. They got tangled up in some shit. I don't know the whole story. I was I was a kid then. This was mm-hmm. this was almost seven years ago now.
5: Well, it sounds like you got the better of it if they didn't come back in seven years.
1: Shrugs, says, nope, haven't seen. You're the first SETI we've seen walking through our gates.
5: Uh, put me in the Molina pile. Kalina wasn't for me.
1: She shrugs and says, I figured that would be the case. If you were still SETI, Molina would have something to tell me.
5: If I were still SETI, I wouldn't make 400 miles worth of trek. I don't think anyone does that.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Who treks through the Red Jaw Wiles for 400 miles instead of taking a damn boat?
5: Ozzy. <sighs> nice really? to meet you.
1: Melina's Melina's the smart village elder. And I lean on her all the time cuz she's got the experience and the expertise, but she's not as cynical as I am. Mm-hmm. No one treks through 400 miles of the Red Jaw Wilds to find a small little blip of a community, long almost nearly forgotten about. Unless There's an objective or there's desperation. I heard you told her you weren't running from anybody. I'm not going to call you a liar because you seem like you're a decent type of person. I can definitely tell you're not telling me everything. You're way too smart to do what you did unless some serious shit was happening.
5: You ever wonder my Molina set up shop 400 miles away. Seems to me no one does that except the uh, desperation.
1: She nods slowly like she agrees with that. I think that's why Molina's and I am okay with you right now. We get Molina's here. She smiles carrying on the the example. Um. And it's okay i mean not to drag everything down but truth of the matter is is she just kind of motions to the sky we're all here until we're not might as well (laughs) give it up
5: yeah yep no way back Ugh. Well, I guess I, I got to get this settled, though. At least the sun's finally gone. I'm pfft, coloring my hair now.
1: i give you some tips.
5: Please do.
1: Number one. It's spring. Do not go to the flats. Stay away from the flats for the next three months. Do not go anywhere near them.
6: No
5: flats.
1: No flats.
5: On the, hill, Scott.
1: the Mosquitoes don't kill you. And the other thing will.
5: You know I'm going to ask what the other thing is.
1: The other thing is a dinosuchus named Grimscale.
5: <sighs> Y'all don't have to pick names.
1: Dinosuchus got that Dinosuchus got their name because they earned it. It's Grimscale Swamp, basically. You're looking at a 30-foot crocodile that'll eat just about any damn thing that comes near the banks. Doesn't or I'm not
5: if looking at it because I don't go to the swamp.
1: Yeah, but it'll make himself known. Stay away. Not even, not even the big predators go over to the swamp when it turns springtime. They know better. The dumb ones, well, they end up at the bottom of the Draco split. Nobody sees them again. Oh, stay away from the flats during spring stay away from the flats during summer fall hits things get a little bit easier the weather cools a little bit grim jaw gets a little slower a little less excitable that kind yeah. of thing mosquitoes are gone mosquitoes go away yeah. about mid-summer anyway so there's also a lot of raptors out there feeding on the mosquitoes raptors feed on the mosquitoes and flies when they're babies Lots of protein out there. So if you want to get yourself a hand of a micro-raptor, don't go to the flats. So that's the first thing I was going to tell you. No flats. Yeah. Also, stay away from the grass trees. They're to the east of here. Raptors love to hunt in the grass trees.
5: I believe I might have become acquainted.
1: Ah. Yeah. It's not too far from the east, but the grass grows about a little taller than your head. Raptors yeah. love hunting out there. Yeah. I think that's it. Aside from that. Oh, and Stripe. Yeah, watch out for Stripe. You don't have to worry about Stripe unless you're going into the Red Jaw. Otherwise, you're fine.
5: Okay, well, I mean, Stripe doesn't sound as bad as Grimscale or anything. So.
1: Well, Grimscale won't hunt you. Stripe will. But scale is a feeder of opportunity the way all of his kind are stripe will hunt you so you know just don't go to red jaw you know the forest that you somehow miraculously survived that's where he uh, that's where she likes to hunt that's where she likes to make her territory and that's it aside from that if you're sticking around the next thing to do is figure out what you're good at and then put you to work like the rest of us.
5: Yeah, I'm uh, not a techie like my buddies, but I'm sure I'll figure out something.
1: You'll figure out something. I mean, Michael, look at him. He's a biologist. He's a dinosaur herder. He's a farmer. He doesn't stop doing anything.
6: Oh,
5: I don't know that I'll be that kind of a polymath, but uh, we'll see. I'm Nodes. sure I've got some sort of talent in here somewhere. I'll I'll uh, let you back to it. I, I appreciate the time.
1: She nods Walking again. Sets up and she goes, and if you ever want to, you know, learn how to use a weapon, let me know. There's lots of training that happens out here. Everyone needs to know how to hold a glaive at least once or a gun.
5: I might take you up on that. I'll walk, pause. Sadie aren't good people. Sure, some of them are, but...
1: She says, honestly, the only sadie people I've ever known are Melina and... You see her exhale as she says his name. Melina and Becker, but aside from those two... I don't really have much of an opinion. Lena tells us to beware of them. That we've got stuff that they want and they might come looking for it one day.
5: Yeah. Well. I didn't say no one was looking. I said no one was after me.
1: Not slowly and says, That's a good distinction for the protector of Silver Creek to be able to know.
5: I'll see you at training.
1: Yeah. She hops up, heads back to her post.
5: I'm uh, going to go uh, find Joe and tell her where Atticus can uh, chill out.
1: You're going to find Atticus is going to get himself a nice little spot outside of the gates of Silver Creek. There's plenty of water and trees, lots of grass to eat, and lots of horny other trikes running around out there. Um,
5: Awesome.
1: As you're doing that, you're also catching what looks like a very excited Joe handing back scopes
4: yes, I don't think they got very far like yeah, they did not I, move from that spot that conversation I think yeah. I think honestly yeah.
1: it's you you get there just in time to see the pulling these scopes off and just Joe going oh like like they're gonna throw up but they're so excited as they hand these scopes yeah back. it's
4: the, the moment of <sighs> oh I'm very dizzy like that <laughs> <laughs> um
1: while this is happening though back in the red jaw wilds Zach, yeah. you linger up here in the trees for a while. You managed to connect with Vek. Vecker is definitely... Cavalier would be the best way to describe him. He acts like he expects to die at any day. So he's going to have like a smarmy attitude. He's very much Australian in attitude. <laughs> kind of the type that would be like oh it's a deadly snake wow look at that deadly snake let's get up close to it kind of like wow look how intimidating this snake is kind of has that mentality of always being around things that could be dangerous and so sure just be calm about it and treat it like it's normal it's kind of his attitude he has that sort of that strange inner courage that come naturally um he is easy to talk to and you and tara find yourselves kind of cracking jokes and, and unwinding a little bit when it's time to start heading back, um, you start realizing that the sun is starting to set. And it's going to be a little too dangerous to travel red jaw at night. That's asking for it. Especially at night. Without having to make a roll, you know damn well that any hunting that's going to happen is going to happen at night. Particularly with the T-Rex. Um, you have learned, along with other Karn like you out here near the red, Draw, red jaw wilds, is that despite the pictures and whatnot and imagery that you saw as a child, in truth, the padding on their feet actually makes T-Rex terrifyingly quiet when it's hunting. And at night, they can be very dangerous. Lingering up here is kind of the thing to do. As you are lingering up here, behind you, you can hear the older man and Tara cracking jokes back and forth. Um, Tara making fun of his leathery skin him poking back at her for being ageist and as you're listening to the back and forth all you can do is stare off into the distance looking at that dark line that's just growing bigger and bigger headed towards silver creek tomorrow you're gonna have to make it back to town by then it's probably true that silver creek will already know that something is up but you have a feeling that in the next 48 hours there is a big battle ahead of you Mother Nature's bringing it and you guys are going to have to make it back to silver Creek before it hits. That's where we're going to stop the game for this evening. That's where we're going to end episode two with you looking out over this scenic route at this great storm. That's coming in
4: um, you getting, me getting comfy. Yeah. You. Like, everybody. Going, if, okay. Okay. Everybody,
1: if you would please gain an XP for tonight's Ooh. game. Go team yeah everybody did good um also uh noir gain you you also made a discovery tonight so go ahead and gain that extra xp as well
2: oh i'm so
3: like xp yeah Yeah,
1: (laughs) um yeah i think by the way it's worth noting you cannot bank xp past four you have to spend it
4: oh okay
2: you can't
1: you can't have a battery of xp underneath you have to start spending it
4: I believe in X is at 10. Your pool. Like oh, you, that's
1: correct. Yes. That's I believe 10? you're
4: forced to spend four. Four is when you can take an
2: advancement. When you can
1: that's correct. But you can bank up next to 10. That's Nine thank or you for 10. reminding me. Yeah. So 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. So cool. we
2: can take an advancement at four. After yeah. Four. If
1: you have four XP points, you can buy an advancement. No, four can advancements get to the next two. I year. got five. So Ooh. Ooh. you guys mm-hmm.
6: gonna start buying Maybe up stuff? It. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll shop around. Yeah. Yeah. Look at some abilities. Um Think about what you guys want. You guys have learned a little bit more about your characters. This is only the second session. So you've learned a little bit more about your characters and where they live. And you've learned a little bit more about the wilds around you and kind of the challenges that Silver Creek faces. But you've only just scratched the surface. We've got Ozzy who might be learning how to join the militia. And we've got somebody who is finally, finally getting to uh, tap into that tech savvy. Like impulse that you have been forbidden forever tapping lots of stuff going on right now and then of course you're out in the red jaw
6: wilds (laughs)
1: zach where you've already spotted predation happening you've spotted signs of it
3: yeah and i didn't need to it's the it's the killer thing
1: yeah but you might have gotten some information tonight that may not have been available to the party had you not done Mm -hmm. this Yeah,
5: you definitely got a detail that is very important that we do not have
1: That is very true, so keep that in mind. Um, I'm going to go ahead and close this out then. Thank you all so much for joining us. We will see you next Monday as we return to the Cretaceous period. Until then, good night.
0: As we wrap up today's thrilling recording on Predation, remember that you can catch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Altaven every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST. Explore our diverse podcast library, from the $2 Creature Feature to Pest Control and beyond. Dive into our rich archive, featuring everything from the eerie mysteries of ghosts and werewolves to the epic adventures of Star Trek and superheroes. Your continued support fuels Alt Haven's journey, so please consider supporting us on Ko-Fi to help create more shows like this. Join our lively Discord community to stay updated on upcoming Haven events. Until next time, keep exploring, keep listening, and keep the Haven spirit alive. Thank you for being a cherished part of Altaven.